There is no other third world town that rips the bones from your back but also raises you upon a pedestal as Hollywood land. Ladies, gentlemen and variations thereupon, this is Modern Escapism's best TV films of the year. Shit. Hello and welcome to the show. My name is Oodles and I am one ugly motherfucker. Joining me today, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. It's Stig. Hasta la vista, baby. Also, your scientists were so preoccupied, preoccupied with whether or not they could, they didn't stop to think if they should. It's Biggie. The experiment (laughs) gone wrong. Get to the chopper. <laughs> Which do many quotes. Toto, I feel like we're not in Kansas anymore. It's candy. I'm pregnant. That's the only Arnie quote I could think of. He's what? And finally. He's junior. He gets pregnant, doesn't he, Arnie? Oh my god, come on. I'm trying to introduce people. Sorry. And finally. A census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. It's Gadget. Put the cookie down. Where did this honey <laughs> shit come from? I, I don't said, know what ugly motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I try and write nice scripts, listeners, for everyone to enjoy, and they just get interrupted. It's payback because I interrupt everything anyone else says anyway. I get that. But come on. You moan when I don't do a script. You moan when I do do a script. I've had enough. It's That's my Hollywood meltdown. Um, looking at a picture of Arnie in my like list of films and documentaries from this year. <laughs> so oh, oh, yeah, I was trying yeah. to think of a quote, and I just saw his face. And went, "Oh, you said Arnie. I'll go with Arnie." It's not a tumor. Do you like my nails? <laughs> beautiful, oh, then, beautiful. Mate. I forgot to oh, do yeah. mine. You should have said. Appreciate you making an effort. Yeah, the the, the elves got me last night. The elves got me last night. Ooh, naughty elves. Yeah, well, I bet the elves will clean it off before morning for work. Yeah, they will do. And I should have a panic like I had over a week where there was no nail varnish remover. I did one year, <laughs> not like a couple of years ago. I just kept forgetting to do my feet. I was like, I'll do them like later. And I'd wake up mm. in the morning and look down in the shower and I'd be like, oh yeah, but I haven't got time to wipe them off. So I just <laughs> ended up having painted nails for about two weeks. <laughs> so you haven't ate, you haven't had Santa eat the elf yet then? No? Santa doesn't eat the elves. Does no, big guy candy as the expert on Santa? Does he eat elves? He likes um, <laughs> and whiskey depends. in this house. Well, yeah, it depends how scarce things get in the North Pole, I guess. He lives in the fucking Arctic Circle, it's scarce. Mm. That man well, can magic elves food up. The plate. Can magic food up? So he's a like genie now. Yeah, he seems Santa's magic, he can do whatever the fuck he wants, can't he? So, why is he just doing that then? Why is he just pissing about giving? Gifts to kids? Because, it's, because <laughs> he chooses talent. to. Why isn't he because solving world hunger? He's under? a good man. He's not that good, is he? Works one day a year. Christ. Part-time. Yeah, can I do it? Oh, see, his tax returns. Yeah, I bet he don't have to pay his tax returns if he's powerful. Anyway, how's everyone been? Oh, God. Yeah, good. I've been, 
I've been alone for the whole weekend, so I've been consistent. My entire existence has consisted of beer and <laughs> takeaways. So I'm feeling right. rather rotund today. Yeah. <laughs> wanked out. I think said wiped out. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Out. Run out of Kleenex. <laughs> I enjoyed the football results this weekend. That's all I'll say. Yes, we did. Thank you, did. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, we're playing there, Biggie. What do you mean we're playing? <laughs> Tottenham v Newcastle. The teams. Liverpool. The teams. The teams. What do you mean I just the teams? Make sure you know who we're playing. <laughs> yeah, Liverpool Palace. I mean, there were, there were many men out there, and, and, and I hear balls were kicked. Definitely. definitely <laughs> yeah. Did the goodies win or the baddies? The goodies. Oh, so it depends which side you're looking at. Yeah, the well, goodies are on my side. <laughs> I'm going to say, it all depends either where you live, where your loyalties lie. There's a lot of baddies in football, a lot. But Candy, did you get any carol singers for your feet tattoos or whatever? Not yet, no. That's an offer that uh, expires next week, so there's still time. I will if also. In, I will also in the extend it to Yeah, I will also extend it to people who want to bring me mince pies, bottle of wine. Yep. That's fine too. Yep. Cheap tattoos for a price of festive spirit. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> with that. That's, that. that's good. You're a philanthropist. I think so. Candy's running her own uh, Comp City competition. Yeah, I think exactly. she is. <laughs> Speaking of Comp City. Speaking of Comp City, guys, I really need to know what's been going on in the world. Hey. <laughs> and the man That's that likes Comp City segue. as much <laughs> as the next is Biggie. It's time for Biggie's Breaking News. You may already know, but he doesn't because it's time for Biggie's Breaking News. All along the news tower. Biggie said the news While all the stories came and went Breaking once, two Well, outside in the distance A wild gadget did growl Two podcasters were approaching And Biggie begins to howl Hey! And then cue guitar riff I can't do it. Has someone just bought you like a best of dad rock album recently? Because you're last time. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Jimi Hendrix. Like dad, rock. dad rock. What are you talking Jimmy about? Jimi Hendrix is dad rock pal. Absolutely dad rock. What's it? Oh, oh that's ridiculous. What are you talking about? Also, that's going to be nearly impossible for Gadget to go over that with the, in the edit because that's not an easy song to sync to a live performance, never mind this, whatever that was. Don't even know if there's any like, <laughs> official instrumentals of that song. It's the egg. My, my dad used to get those albums all the time. You know, like Dad Rock Volume Six. No, that's what I Drive call time. Dad Rock. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. Jimi Hendrix, man. He's and it used to have dad like rock. yeah, it was basically just like Queen and uh, oh, is it Stiltskin? What's that one? Status Quo. Yeah, Status Quo was on there. Genesis. Oh, the Quo. Everything Jeremy Clarkson would listen to. Yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah, Golden Earring. Radar, radar, love, golden earring. Our oh, boys are back in town. Was uh, boys are back in town? Fin- was fin- like ev- every single album. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, breaking news. <laughs> you guys are fake rockers, man. Fake rockers. <laughs> you need to grow up, pal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's been no news this week. Next, perfect. Well, actually, there has been a few. GTA oh, Six Dev. Laments unfortunate trailer leak, saying this fucking sucks. 
A low quality version of the official Grand Theft Auto 6 trailer was uploaded by anonymous Twitter account emblazoned with Me. grubby crypto watermarks, which quickly oozed its way across the internet. In response, Rockstar published the genuine article early, dejectedly writing, our trailer has leaked, so please watch the real thing on YouTube. The proper trailer is, of course, fantastic, and surprising no one, GTA 6 looks like it's going to be incredible. I leaked it because as much as I like GTA and Rockstar, I still don't like corporations. So I thought, fuck it, take it to the man, I leaked it. It was my crypto, <laughs> hashtag crypto, crypto chain. Yeah, it was me. I leaked it all this, over. Min- I th- I think, minutes I think, later, they uploaded theirs. I think the person who actually leaked it was um, someone who worked on YouTube who actually could get in the back end and download the video. He's going to get sued to fuck. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Mm. Well, for well, apparently, sending me cease and desist in, in the post. Well, I just think it's a shame because they were, so, they were actually so close to getting the most watched video in 24 hours. Yeah. yeah. But then they, they've definitely got the most watched gaming trailer ever in 24 hours but what i'm from what i understand is they wanted to do like a the a streaming at one time because they knew this is the time everyone needs to be on to see it if you want to see it straight away yeah. and i think they were going for that the yeah, most the, the, amount the, of people they'd marked it on youtube as a premiere so yeah. when when it comes up as a premiere while it's doing its first run if you click into it you can't scroll backwards like you watch it live, and then once it's done, you can watch it on demand as much as you want. Yeah, but- I know it overtook the very famous in, in the tech industry, the very fam- famous bendy iPhone video from Teardown. Yeah, that was one of the biggest in the, in the tech industry, the biggest videos ever watched, ever still to this day, and that just went <laughs> rampant. And I, I think there was one massive PewDiePie one where he was being a racist or something. Mm. There was one of those. I don't the only know. thing I, I think it didn't beat. Don't all these things was BTS. Was it was a BTS video? BTS. Yeah, they, they were they were mentioned. Taylor Swift were mentioned as well. These really big, high, like one billion and maybe not one billion, but ten million views on certain amount of time, and it's still ongoing. It's still racking up views because people are I've watching just, it five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times. I've just looked at it now. It's so five as a recording. Five days ago, it came out. It's at 138 million views <laughs> for a 90 wow. second trailer. Do they, moni- do they monetize that? No, because it's under a certain it's time. You've, it's yeah. got, you've got you've got to be over three minutes to monetize three it. Minute. It's like the TikTok thing; you've got to do it over a minute, aren't you? Why yeah. the fuck won't they make a three minute long video then? Just so they could. Yeah. They don't <laughs> care need, about that. They don't, they don't need, need that. To. They're a corporation. They money's money, isn't it? Yeah, They're a corporation, one of the richest in gaming as well. Uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> shall we talk about the actual trailer? Trailer's great. Good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Nice bit um, of Tom Petty Tom, in the background. Tom Petty, yeah. yeah. Tom Petty's all over Spotify now. There's um the, I've been enjoying seeing like all the little breakdowns of like um like the little details in it. Like you get the shot of the oh, beach I haven't watched side. any of them. No, you get the shot of the beach side and there's a plane carrying a banner behind it. <clears throat> and it says Y sixty nine when you can nine uh, nine one nine. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to barrel through all those people on the beach in my car. (laughs) (laughs) It looks so like lived in, doesn't it? Like GTA Five had a lot of cars and people in, but this. Do you think some of it was like enhanced for the trailer though? That that density on that beach was just Um, unreal. If you look at the trailer for Red Dead Two, and look, the final outcome was the final outcome was looked better. It did, didn't still, it? This still has two years to go. Yeah, so yes, yeah. they might they might have played around with it a little bit, but I think that's about as 
closest you're going to get. They only, like the they, play, they only use the play around with like shadowing and lighting, don't they, on trailers? It doesn't really change much graphically. Puddles. Puddles, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I reckon that, it, it, yeah, it's going to be like mid-generation cycle, isn't it, as well? Mid, mid, so it's going to be, per, they're going to know it back to front. I think as well they probably will look amazing. I think as well they're doing the same thing they did with both GTA five and Red Dead Two, which is releasing console first, then PC later. Yes, they are, yeah. definitely. Makes fucking and sense, doesn't it? No, unsurprisingly it's not getting a PS four version, it's all current gen two. No, mm. you look yeah. at that and that's not running on a PS four. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when did it like, say it was coming out in twenty twenty five? Twenty twenty five. Twenty twenty five. So do you think that'll be around the same time as we get a PS five pro, coincidentally? Yes. Yes. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. But do you think like it's gonna be like the first like two hundred gigabyte game? Easily. It's gonna be massive. It has to be, doesn't it? There's a there's a part of me that wonders if they'll even bother releasing it on a disc. That's what I was thinking, because like it's just going to take two fucking it's about three discs or something like this. It's just not going to be enough. Well, I mean, Red Red Dead's already two Blu-rays. Cyberpunk's yeah, two Blu-rays, and those just, games are going I've, to be significantly smaller than this. I mean, I've seen oh, yeah. I've seen the supposed leak of the map, which I don't believe for a minute. But even then, it's like an order of magnitude larger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's going to be 200 Does gig, it... isn't it? It's going to be, it's going to, I mean, saying that Call of Duty at the moment is about 200 fucking gig. Yeah. And you only get half a game. <laughs> I, I so did the trailer that. meet your expectations for what you're expecting? Yeah, I, know, I know we haven't seen much of the game, but just in the sense I of. I did. What I saw all them leaks last year. It was, it was identical to what them leaks I saw. Well, like, a lot of people graphically refused to watch. Gameplay, it looks like a GTA. Uh, we've got a woman mm. protagonist for the first time. I think we're going to have. It's going to be two protagonists, isn't it? But, yeah, but yeah, it's going to be. It's nice. Uh, looks like a Bonnie and Clyde style. She seems yeah. badass. That he he seems bad. the the strong emphasis on uh, social media culture, TikTok culture is fantastic and fascinating. Yeah, it's modern. The um the well they, they took uh, a lot of clips from real life, didn't they? Yeah. To put in there. Yeah. <laughs> the 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 the, ab- the absolute floridness of it all. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like the, there's, there's that clip in the trailer, like security cam footage of that guy robbing a liquor store with an alligator, yeah. which is a real yeah, which thing happened. that happened. Yeah. <laughs> like, I suspect there are going to be some a lot of, like, kind of random in world events that were that were generated from Florida Man Does. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the f- are they going to the try is- and sue GTA Rockstar like everybody else seems to be coming out of the woodwork? Oh, this person looks to. just like me. Good luck suing them. But well, the, um, the, 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 the Miami joke, the Miami joke, has already gone to TikTok and said he's not yeah. happy with the. Um, is that going to work though? Bloke. Is it? He's it gonna, we, we need like to talk, it. and then the guy who voices Arthur Morgan was just like, "No, they don't." Because if you were clever about this, <laughs> you'd use this to to build pick your up brand. your brand, build your brand, and and, and oh, actually play off own it your right. own likeness. Yeah, rather than trying to go after the company who has much more money than you. Yeah, because because it, it worked out so well for Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Look nothing like her. But I just have to say, I will have to say as well, like, if you're not somewhat tickled or excited by this in any way, you're dead inside if you're into this industry, <laughs> if you're into game, because there was nothing negative. It just seems like, here we go, another playground, but this time in the sun, in the swamp. Oh, pe- people find negative things. It's like, oh, I don't the know. How. Animations look rubbish. This looks rubbish. Looks rubbish. I'm like, just get a grip. Like, it looks incredible. Like someone literally, um, gadget knows. We've seen, we've seen the uh, the Twitter of it. It's the got AP. a picture. Yeah, it's got a picture of real life 
and a picture of GTA. And he literally commented saying, real life still looks better. And I'm like, no fucking shit. <laughs> like, is that how petty you're getting now that you're, ha- you're comparing real life to, to stuff just because you're, you're weird online losers? Anyway, oh, it looks I mean, incredible. I mean, I mean, he's literally tweeted about 37 minutes ago. I just have to go check where it... It's uh, apparently the, the most replayed moment of the GTA 6 trailer is like when that model is like turning around in a bikini. And he's just tweeted, hormonal marketing, back at it again. I expect better Rockstar, unprofessional. <laughs> Rockstar? <laughs> Has he not played a single GTA game? You know, this person you're talking about, it's not really like that. Oh, that is parody. Yeah, well, I don't know. I, I have no idea. Actually, he has uploaded videos before and he does sound... Ah, fuck knows. I don't Can care. But he's part of the, this kind of online thing who has to find fault at everything. Well, again... We'll get, and we'll get onto that when it comes to the Game Awards. <laughs> you're a soulless twat. Don't be boring. It looks amazing. It looks like... GTA is a kind of game that you can make how you want to be. You don't have to go around running people over on a beach. You can you can stop at traffic lights. You can be a good citizen. Huh? What? Yeah, you can. You can. You can <laughs> yeah. play it how but you want would to you? play it. I know why would you, but you can. So you can't be offended by something that you don't actively have to engage in. That's how I say it. Yeah. The um, I'd be interested to see what they do with the online as well, or whether they're going to like keep current online as it is for a while and just let it be a campaign. That game. makes sense. I, they'd probably do what they did with five and launch online way after and by the way Kurt I haven't forgot about our uh, bet it looks like I owe you a copy of this game when it comes out <laughs> what was the bet and I can't I, remember what was it I said that it's going to be only online only oh. oh no this is definitely a campaign it's definitely a campaign so uh, I mean I always pay my debts so it looks like I'm buying his copy unless it's 80 quid <laughs> he probably forgot so he probably shouldn't have mentioned it <laughs> no, no, no! I'm a, I'm a man of honor. I'm a man of honor. I'll buy that man his copy. I will buy that man his copy, and my copy as well. <laughs> On that note, Next. we do have a Patreon that you can subscribe to for uh, starting at one pound a month. I mean, he's, he's earned it anyway. He's been paying us a while, hasn't he? <laughs> yes. He's what, a copy what Oodles really me. means is he's going to buy it blast through it in a weekend, finish it, send it on. I never said, in that bet, I never stipulated when I was giving him the copy. Just that I was buying it him. Shut up, Stig. Don't ruin it. Don't ruin the plan. Next. Uh, we had the Game Awards this week for 2023. Um, I've got the full winners list here, but I don't have to obviously go no. through all of them. Uh, is there any standouts for you guys? There's obviously, Game of the Year was won by uh, Baldur's Gate 3, unsurprisingly, I guess. Much to the annoyance of some idiots on the internet. <laughs> I only care about believe the e- Sp- Spider-Man 2 should have won. I only care about the eSports um, Celebrity <laughs> of the Year. <laughs> well, I didn't put that in, so I'm sorry to disappoint you and anyone else that wanted that. I don't think uh, it is a wait, good, mate. 2 picked up a few for Game Direction, Best Narrative. And Actually, it picked up more than I was expecting. I was expecting it to do quite well, but I think it did better than... I mean, everyone sort of knew that Baldur's Gate was going to clean up, but yeah, Alan Wake did well, I thought. I'm, 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 glad, mm. I'm glad Alan Wake got the ones it got. Like, the narrative in the game is incredible. The, the, the effort that they've put in with the direction is unreal. Like, it's one yeah, of the it's, most it's, directed it's, games. And it's so different to what anything else was is doing at this time. It, it, it does deserve that, especially at a narrative standpoint as well. It's doing so much difference. It's not a cut and shut point A to point B game, is it? It's subtle in its intricacies. Yeah. It's very good. Um, I did notice that um, Jeff didn't seem like he was on cocaine this year. 
Um, also, <laughs> the, <clears throat> he's got a lot of celebrity guests this year as well. He's got um, Shamalot, Shalamine, Shalamine, Timothy Shalamine, whatever he's called. Sorry, can you wrap it up a bit, please? Can you wrap it up? Exactly. Oh, don't get me started on that shit. I really enjoyed that they introduced Chalamet by his uh, YouTube channel name. Oh, he's got a YouTube channel. I think. You, he, used he used to. to. He used to have a YouTube channel. I think he customised Xbox controllers and his name was uh, something controller. And we had uh, Matthew Mahogany. Yep. He he's part, he's part of the game though, isn't he? He is, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Introducing he, that. We had um, um, Captain America. He turned up, didn't he? <clears throat> Oh yeah, he was good. The Twisted oh, Metal, he, who, who looked who who looked very annoyed that Twisted Metal didn't win Best Adaptation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we got quite surprised. a few things. We got we got we got some good. Uh, the the um, Game Awards orchestra is really good. I don't know what, mm. what real the orchestra great. they are. They I must love be that guy in the front. Orchestra. He was playing every instrument the that guy. God has ever created. Yeah, oh, he is I didn't amazing. recognize any of them. Yeah, I've, 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 I don't know. I, I've, I've, all I've, variations I've, on flutes. A lot. Of, I mean, I think you're, you're you're watching the wrong thing if you're just there for announcements, because uh, it's it's all about the pomp and you know what I mean the glamour of the awards. And I think Jeff put on the best show he's probably put on. And it I was th- it was good that he had bouncers this time, didn't he? At the front, did, I noticed I saw that. that. Yeah. <laughs> I actually think they had a limit on how many people could come up at once as well, because I noticed yes. no one brought more than yes. four. So it probably Absolutely. was a limit of four. And it seemed it seemed planned in in an aspect that people that won the big ones they were in studio, they weren't. Dial, dialing in, yeah. So it was kind of. I do think that well. Jeff needs to um, rejig it. Like it was a three-hour show. I stayed up for the whole thing. That was a fucking mistake. I skipped um, most of it. It's it's a th- three-hour show. Only like twenty-eight minutes with the actual awards. The rest mm. of it was trailers and adverts. Adverts. And yeah. There, the, yeah, there is a need for that. But I think as well, like they rush people on. Like uh, when uh, Neil Newbong got the best performance as a Starian from Baldur's Gate. And he was giving this really lovely, impassioned speech. And after 30 seconds, they cut him off. Same when Sven got up in his nice shiny armor to pick up the Game of the Year award. That was so good. They only (laughs) gave him 30 seconds. It's Mm. like, hang on a second. Mm. For the Game of the Year, let the man... They were were playing him off as he was talking about one of the members of the team who died this year. It's like, come on, give the man a chance. If he wants it to be the game in Oscars, he needs to give him more time. Because in the Oscars, they don't have 30 seconds. No, like we we know last year, obviously, Christopher Judge... Did take took the, the piss. piss. He took the piss. But that's not a reason for this year. <laughs> he did this year as well. After sixty seconds, Christopher Judge got longer in his intro than fucking Everyone Neil Newborn got with his with yeah. his actual acceptance awards. And then, like, uh, and then you on. get like get like Jeff like rattling through five awards in a minute. Mm. Yeah. You know, like it would have been nice to have the audio team from Hi Fi Rush come up to collect their award because the, the audio in that game was great. Oh, what about the like, what about the one that we all voted for, the listeners' charge or the viewers' charge? And he just skipped over it like it was nothing. It spent yeah. ages doing that, me. Or could Fucking we, could ages. We, could we not have heard from Final Fantasy XVI's composer because, you know, I know. amazing music in that game? And but we still have a 10-minute ongoing game, Cyberpunk. <laughs> Yeah, that was a fucking weird one because that's an ongoing game. That's them just finishing it. <laughs> Does an ongoing game mean live service game? Does yeah, like Apex Legends, that. Fortnite, Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> well, I can I can tell you now, Cyberpunk doesn't need the internet to run. <laughs> it's not a service game. No. Huh. Um, but, but yeah, I yeah, think that... I think the actual ceremony, if he could condense it, like you said, I think it's best when he's done. It was just a bit dull. It was. But, it was, like, a, good, I mean, it was I mean, a good gesture. Professionally, it was good. Yeah. And I we, think it, we... I think the winners everything was right with the winners. I don't unless you're uh, Spider Bro, then um, Mate, everything... I loved Spider Man too. 
yeah, but me and you are, are able to think critically. Like, <laughs> we're able to go, yeah, we love Spider-Man too, but at the same time, uh, Baldur's Gate was better. Tears of the Kingdom was better. Alan Wake was better. So it doesn't matter all these people crying about the fact that Baldur's Gate won. It We're going to beat the other two in that category. And in, in, in my opinion, Mario Wonder's better. So yeah, like... yeah, I know what you mean. I don't mean. I don't know. I don't have that kind of mindset where I've got like some kind of affiliation with any of it. Oh, there was TikTok is just. I've just been watching the people having breakdowns because I think <laughs> Spider Man should have won, and because um, the Spider Man should have won. Yuri, what's his name, didn't win best performance. Yuri and yeah. they're all like, oh, Baldur's Gate looks like a a mobile game. I've never even heard of Baldur's Gate, and I'm, and I'm like going, it isn't that what game you've heard of most award. Yeah, that doesn't matter. <laughs> It's also kind of telling on yourself that if you haven't heard of Baldur's Gate or you aren't aware of the cultural impact of it, you have a really narrow view of the gaming space. Yeah, yeah. and what's more is there are video game con- content creators saying this. Yeah, this is not just a niche PC game either, is it? So how can you be a no. video game content creator and not know about the biggest, the biggest. like games of the year? And yeah, then you they- go onto their content, you see, oh, they play 2K Basketball and COD and <laughs> PlayStation like exclusives, and that's all. Well, yeah, but Biggie knows basketball. about them, doesn't he? At least, like, even if he doesn't play them, like, he'll know about them. <laughs> I think yeah. there were only actually because he's part of one of the best upsets. podcasts to talk about it. I, th- I, th- I think there were, there were only two uh, upsets that people weren't expecting, and that was best sports, which went to for- Forza Motorsport because I thought that reviewed quite poorly. It, it, um, what, they said it wasn't the worst ones in a while, wasn't it? That yeah. So like a lot of people expected either to go to F one twenty three or yeah, because everyone's saying F one one's the best one ever. Um, so, and the other, and the other one was Street Fighter Six getting best fighting game. I think a lot of people expected Mortal Kombat One to get it. No, 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 no. Street Fighter Six is the best fighting game of this year. It's one, or, it's one or the other. From what I've, I've heard, hours say. and hours and hours in Six, and I haven't even touched Mortal Kombat One yet. And I normally do. I've not been like into. I'm just waiting for Tekken. That's all I'm doing. I'm sat here waiting for some Tekken. And I, I am happy that Armored Core Six got best action game. It's the only one it was uh, it was nominated for, but it deserves it. What one most anticipated one? Because GTA uh, Six couldn't. Final Fantasy Seven Rebirth. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I'm, I'm gagging for that. It, it was up against Hades to Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth, Star Wars. We're Silk Song in all this. <laughs> and Tekken Eight, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Tekken Eight. I am Silk Song. Because... Silk Song wasn't even in that list because they were just like, we have no idea when it's coming out, so we're not going to put it in it? that list. It's never coming out. <laughs> no, but Tekken Eight should be on that list. Jeff did one Tekken of the reveals, and um, good. And I was fucking furious because he started off. So we've got a reveal now from from a, a, a little indie company in Australia. We haven't heard from there a few years. I'm like, it's Silk Song. It's fucking Silk Song. <laughs> Not Team Cherry, is no, it? No, it was no, it was fucking House House. It was the untitled Goose Fuckers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh with that little game with them little little blob people yeah. running around. But just the way crap. he built that up, I was fucking furious at that. It's like fucking Gamescom when he did the whole fucking Pizza Hut thing. Oh, with, uh, God, don't, we didn't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> On the, ad, the adverts <laughs> were terrible, but yeah. they always are. That's what pays for it. But yeah, overall, I think it was a, a good show. Somewhat um, dull in bits. I could, I could have I could have had it, had it condensed, like you say, Gadget. Just one yeah. more thing. needs to work on. Has Kojima just given up naming his games now? <laughs> just, yeah, just, just initials. Just ne- just letters. PT. He, D- he, he, DS2, always, he always does. Uh, um, what's this new one called? Whatever that is, like OT. OD. He always does them as he always does them as projects at first, doesn't he? Because Death Stranding yeah. wasn't Death Stranding at first. It was Project DS at first. Yeah, he always do, he always does that, and then then he releases the final trailer with the real title on it. He's, he's always done that. 
I mean, I mean, remember, remember, he announced Metal Gear Solid Five with with a different game. We called it the Phantom Pain. Yeah. Phantom, yeah, the Phantom Pain, Moby Dick Studios. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Remember the, that. Um, him and John so, Peel. Speak, yeah, speak, speak of the announcements. Yeah. What's people ex- excited for from it? That there were quite a list here, <laughs> so I'm not going to go through it as always. Uh, just uh, any outstanding uh, announcements. I thought the Sega ones are an interesting one. That yeah. came out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah they're doing remasters, aren't they? Yeah. Not re- new games. They all look kind they? of interesting. <laughs> Remakes, well. yeah. Um, no, 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 they're I, new games in the franchises. Yeah, new games. yeah I'll, I'll, I'll take not, another Jet Set, Jet Set Radio, as long as it's not Xbox exclusive. Because I know Sega and Xbox. Golden Axe, baby. Womp yeah. womp. <laughs> He's just mad. Xbox exclusive. <laughs> just mad that he, that he can't get on the Kojima love until, unless he buys an Xbox. I'm not doing it. I'm not fucking <laughs> doing it. It'll be shit. It'll be shit. Um, It'll be uh, shit. Black I mean, Myth, I mean, Wukong, coming out in August. That looks tasty still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's been teased for a few years, that one, hasn't it? Yeah. It's a Chinese yeah. one. Chinese Monster Dark Hunter Souls. Wilds. Oodles, you were up for that that's one, what, That's my number one. That's my number one. A bit of wilds. But then again, I've got to wait till early 2025 because they always, Capcom do the beginning of the year thing, don't they? They always have. Yeah. Um, oh, I'll wait. Got a free God of War DLC for the roguelike mode. Yeah, whatever. It's nice it's free. Yeah, I'm kind of done Never with that game now, though. Like, I'm currently playing the um, Final Fantasy 16 um, thingy uh, DLC. It's really good. That oh, yeah, shadow drop that night. That. Yeah. It's good. With the exception it's of good. the biggies, um, I like the look of biggies Lost Records. <laughs> the big ones. <laughs> I like the look oh. of Lost Records. I thought that looked cool. That's um, is, that, is that the Don't Nod one? The what one? Yes. Is that the Don't Nod one? Yeah. It is. Yeah, I, th- I, I thought that, that, that piqued my interest. Skull and Bones looks good. It it's looks better than out. what they originally showed us, didn't? Doesn't mm. it? It's never. It's not just out. boat the game. It's coming out in <laughs> February, apparently. Oh, no. I don't believe yeah. that. It's had four release dates so far, yeah. <laughs> and it's completely different game from what they originally announced. Mm. Completely. I like that. Um, I mean, I'm sad it's not coming out this year, but Space Marine Two got a September release date, so I'm happy about that. I will be definitely all over no rest for the wicked because that's by the team that make Ori. And those games, yeah, yeah, that was yeah, yeah, good. Amazing, and it did look that did look good. Jurassic Park Survival could be interesting. It looks like Alien Isolation on Isla Nuba. Yeah, that looks like a good. That. that looks like a good game that I'll never play. <laughs> I'll, add that, I'll add that to my list. I'll add that to the uh, the library and just never get around to it. Um, Hell, uh, Hellblade as well looks graphic. Graphically oh, yeah. looks incredible. Oh yeah, that's one I will play. Oh Blade as Hellblade. well. Blade looks <laughs> Xbox shite. <laughs> Interestingly, with Blade, they haven't come out and said that that's Xbox exclusive yet, yet, even though it's made by Arcane. Blade is. That's going to be Xbox exclusive. It didn't. It, it, it didn't have. It didn't it's have... got shit graphics. <laughs> oh, I'm joking. Yeah, it I'm didn't joking. look the best, did it? You got a bit of sand in your vagina about that one, Noodles. Oh god, it's so itchy. I need. To, I need some. Uh, what's it called? Um, Flush cream. Uh, <laughs> she got a new you... mech game. Yeah? yeah, that looks good. That looks good. <laughs> And 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 a legend of uh, uh, visions of mana rather not legend of mana. Yeah, well, they're always they're always solid games, but that makes me think like a Square Enix forgetting that Dragon Quest Twelve is supposed to be coming out. Are they just forgetting? <laughs> Am I having to wait another three years? Is it going to be the seven to. year cycle all over again? I was going to say it was a long time between Dragon Quest Eight and Eleven that you got to play. It's fucking yeah. forever. No, I played na- no nine 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 nine. Yeah, ten. I've never still never got to play. 
Uh, Light No Fire looks interesting. That's the new one from Hello Games. Um, See that? I like the look of, but I'm a really big fan of No Man's Sky. Yeah. yeah. What? However, I will not be however, buying it until they fit until they inevitably fix it. I remember what happened with No Man's Sky. Sean Murray is not a man to be trusted. <laughs> I liked. I liked it when it first launched as well. I don't care what anyone says. It was good. There were literally dozens of you. I've never seen a game like this before, but I'm just literally looking through the reveals now. Is it Harmonium, the musical? Like a that music- looks great. A musical game. But like it's also, it's also like, a, 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 a musical game where the lead character is deaf. Yeah, like a narrative, but mu- like, you know, like a yeah. Disney film. Yeah, that's interesting. Could be interesting, couldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, there's, there, there, not, there was, there was not some much else. Was good stuff. I saw uh, the yeah. new uh, Dragon Ball game. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Let's go. <laughs> oh, Guilty Pleasure. Uh, Rocket Racing looked quite fun. Rocket Racing. Is that now? Yeah. Is that, that now? Yeah. I'll play it then. Fuck. What was that one it with the um, same diet? <laughs> what was that one with McCogney? It was uh, Exodus. Exodus, yeah. Yeah. What the fuck have you written in here, Biggie? Sci fi RPG Exodus looks all right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, didn't put, I didn't put that in. That's from the website I got it from. Everyone is screwed. But it fits. It fits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Exodus looks interesting because it's kind of making me think it's just interstellar the game. Mm. A Mass Effect. Looks very Mass Effecty. It's got a bit of Mass Effect to it, yeah. So yeah, there, there, there was some interesting stuff. And um, what was the other one I like? Oh, yeah, that Refantasia, Metaphor Refantasia, which is the uh, Persona one. Persona yeah, one. yeah. But it's Persona, but not Persona. I just don't <laughs> want it to be a bit child rapey like the last game. Persona 5 is a bit... It's a bit nonsense for Zona 5. That's why I stopped yeah, playing it. More than, more than I can stomach. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I, I like it. They're doing Wii all games. their reloaded remakes as well, aren't they? <laughs> you just had to qualify that. I like weeb games. But <laughs> I do, but I, do, I just think this. I, do, I, don't, I don't really trust them. Any, I, I don't trust Sega. Come on. Sega, for fuck's sake. I mean, it's probably going to be Xbox exclusive, isn't it, anyway? So you're going to hate it anyway. Yeah, it'd be crap. What if they said Dragon Quest is Xbox exclusive? What am I going to do? <laughs> You'd be fucking on the PS5. <laughs> I can't sell my PS5. I've got so much on there. Yeah, you can go back to it another time. It's also propping up the propping up the south corner of your house. Yeah, it's part of the <laughs> uh, part, of, part of the load bearing wall now. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I got my extension in. <laughs> <laughs> Kids' bedroom that mile. I can't get rid of that. Ah, uh, but yeah, you never know. By that, by that time, I might have a hundred and twenty quid Xbox that I can buy or something like that. You know what I mean? Certainly not going to get an S because I feel like they're going to cancel that halfway through this cycle. Yeah, I think they're going to phase that. I think they should have. They should never have done that. Never done it in first. I, I, I know why they did it, but it's just yeah. hamp- it's hampered development on some games. It has. I agree. But anyway, oh, uh, one one thing that the Game Awards didn't cover because of their fucking ridiculous timing things, Baldur's Gate Three is now out for Xbox. Oh, Swen didn't Swen didn't have the time to announce. That's it. just that's just oh, that's nice for <laughs> Xbox. If you're an Xbox only person, <laughs> scumbag, get it played, get it played. Yeah, so um, you you don't get couch co-op if you're playing it on the S, but if you get playing it on the really? X, you get parity with the PS5. That's how they got around it because basically that, that's why it couldn't release. At the what same about the time, promise that they made the... to us at the beginning that? Everything's going to be exactly the same for both consoles. They've lied to us. They're not the goodies after all. Boycott Xbox. I, th- I, I, 
I think basically <laughs> when Microsoft saw like the sales numbers on the PS5 and the PC of Baldur's Gate 3, they go, yeah, we're going to have to be flexible on this rule. I don't think, I, to, <laughs> in all truthful, truthfulness, I don't think anyone gives a fuck as long as it's out on, on some format. Yeah. Get on it, guys. Please, please do yourself a favor. Even if it's out of your comfort zone, play it. Next. Uh, just the troubles at Bungie uh, continues. The devs say the atmosphere is soul-crushing amid layoffs, cuts, and fear of a total Sony takeover. Destiny 2 and Marathon developer may not be able to cling to the last of its independence forever. They basically have a board that's split between Bungie and Sony, and there's one person who's supposed to have the independent vote. And depending on the way it's going, um, they may end up, because they're not apparently reaching financial goals and stuff like that, with all the problems they've been having... Uh, Sony could end up taking it over completely. It's probably going to happen, isn't it? But this, this to paraphrase uh, Neil Newbound on this, it's like he was saying that it's one of the greatest games uh, years for gaming, but also one of the worst years for the for gaming as a yeah. medium because no, that was, um, was it, that was Ben Star. Ben Star, sorry, Ben Star. All these pretty boys look exactly the same to me. Pretty boys, pretty, pretty boys, voice and pretty boys. <laughs> yeah. I love them all, but. I know you do. But, um, yeah, Ben Starr said that then. Um, and it, it, it is, isn't it? It's such a juxtaposition. It's one of the worst for the industry in in decades. Like There's been something like 10,000 yeah, layoffs. We're almost year. heading towards another crash, like bigger than the 70s, late 70s, because there's more people working them nowadays, uh, and it's going to be cost more. But we're also having these fantastic labours of love coming out. It's such a... It's not, for, for, for Bungie, of, of all people that... In the hearts of like gamers as well, they've been going with us for like twenty years or something now, isn't it? When they really got yeah. big, like with Halo. Even well, I, mean, I love I mean, Halo. Bungie's been around. Bungie's been around since like the late eighties, yeah. and like Marathon was their first big yeah. hit, and then Halo blew them blew them into the stratosphere. But that's what I mean. We've all got the love for them, and we all love, we would love to support them. Even now they're on PlayStation, and, and they're just sticking with Destiny. But I said it in our Discord. I don't think you can rest on your laurels on just one. IP. I don't think you can. No. And I think investors no, they know this. Sony got them in to do the marathon to help look at overlook the uh, the online live service, didn't they? Yeah. But even that's not gone well for Sony. So yeah, yeah. I think I think it's it's more it's more of a case that Bungie need to expand the portfolio. I think they need to. I think they need to finish Destiny. I think it's a holding them back as a studio. Yeah, and end the saga. N- not good. <laughs> Yeah, and end the story. And, and just Destiny keep it going Two is like a yeah, and Destiny Two. Um, like Destiny Three. The, the, no, come back in years, years later. Come back, come back years later. They they announced that they announced that they were bringing back Marathon, which I was all up looks for. Like and Destiny. Turns out that's just another live. <laughs> it, it looks like Destiny. It's a live service extraction game. It's like no, do something creatively interesting. Yeah, do something different. You're a big studio with a lot of people. You can Not do anymore. these things. It's just uh, this well, the, fucking hell. <laughs> sorry, too soon. But it's just really sad. But I, I think a lot of companies have been resting on the laurels. Like, you're not all like you're not all epic that literally survive on on Fortnite. You can't be that. No, that's a lightning in a bottle once once in a lifetime thing, isn't it? You've got to expand. Yeah, also, I think there is an argument to be said that if the if the game isn't performing well, if they're not making the money, they're missing their targets. Sony probably should take them over and replace the board because they're obviously not managing the exactly. company properly in the product. A company that knows how like to I've got, do, deal with shit. I've got no sympathy for C-suite level employees. No. Like fuck them off and get in people who know how to run. It's a really sad studio. for the for the for the the office workers and all these guys. And oh yeah, 
sympathy, lots of sympathy for them, but the ones in the boardroom, they can get fucked. They just need to... Again, I don't know how to run a company, but expand your portfolio. Listen to the people that pay for your game or service. Listen to your overlords, Sony, because they're the ones funding you. And just, I don't know, if if you are overseen by someone as big as Sony, take risks. Do something different. You've got the backing. Remember, Sony helped release Death Stranding, the weirdest fucking game in recent memory. <laughs> they don't the care. Game. The post simulator. It's they don't care that as long as you you, you you can you can prove that that investment's worth it. We won't take drastic measures by just getting liquidizing your board and we're, now you're ours and you will do something different. Which again makes <laughs> yeah, that, they're not EA. <laughs> he makes that environment toxic, like like Biggie says because. They're scared now that the corporate overlords are going to run in with the suits and the big red briefcase and go, you're sacked, you're sacked, you're sacked, you're sacked. All the heads of the departments are going to fuck off probably. It's it's miserable, it's awful, but they've kind of done it to themselves. You can't blame us, the consumers, for not wanting to consume what they're feeding us. I know it sounds like I'm being yeah, harsh, but that's just how I see no, it. No, no. It- it makes oh, sense. They, they, they need to finish Destiny 2 and do something new. As much as it's, it's, it's a lovely game and people love it, come on. Come on now. Cowgun it. Simple. Make some make that can accept new players. Jesus fucking <laughs> Christ. Do that as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, it, I need to stress it's sad for the uh, office workers and people that work there and anyone affected by layoffs. It's minging. And again, one of the worst years for that in recent if not ever, at the actual... What did you say it was the total figure is, something? Of of all of all devs and stuff? Oh, to about 10,000 people. That is insane. Mm. That's more than who worked on computer games in the last computer game crash. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. This... Well, I mean, I mean, I think the crash that's coming, I don't think it's going to be the same as the no, one in the 80s. No, things aren't going to stop. People stop... No, in the, in the 80s, people stopped buying video games, yeah. and that's why the market That's not what's going to happen. They were just shoveling out shite. This is going to be, I think it's going to be like a traditional publishing crash. Yeah. I think there's going to be a lot more smaller studios yeah. pop up yeah. making smaller, cheaper games and independently published. Yes, that's that's what I mean. I don't mean it's good. no one's buying games anymore. I don't mean that. But yeah, it's it's sad. But next, anyway, next, next, next. Over to the world of film and TV, a few uh, tidbits for you. Uh, Oppenheimer was the most viewed movie page on Wikipedia in 2023 with over 28 million views. As people, I guess, research the story. Yeah, probably. that's that's badass. Yeah, in, I'm not it, surprised. Yeah, it's badass in the fact that people probably went into that thinking, "I'm going to see the next Christopher Nolan film," and not knowing about the Manhattan Project, and then learning afterwards, which opens up new people's eyes to it all, doesn't it? The atrocities and stuff like that. I think, I, I, th- I think the book that it's based on, the uh, American Prometheus. Yes, that's that went back into the bestseller. It's a great book. Film, I read that years ago. The fantastic book. It's when I first started hearing him calling him Oppie. I hate that nickname Oppie. for him. Come on, Oppie. Get up here, lad. <laughs> oh, just worse than the Yorkshire accent. Come on, Oppie. 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 <laughs> it doesn't seem, seem to suit the time, does it? No. It doesn't. No. Name like that. Oppie, get down. Don't press that red button. Nah. Sit down, idiot. <laughs> Ding that. Get off the counter. <laughs> Sounds like a cat. <laughs> Bobby, Which Bobby. came out at, the film came out at the same time as Babs. <laughs> Babs. Yeah. I mean wasn't Barbie named after the creator? Pretty sure. No. Oh, was it not? 
I thought the person that created Barbie... It was something... It was like the creator's daughter or the creator's yeah. like niece or something. It was something like that. It was a relative of the creator, but it mm. wasn't the creator yeah, himself. Yeah, yeah. Mm. There you go. But yeah, it's nice that people are researching. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but when I watch a film, I do all the deep diving on the history and the lore of whatever I'm watching. IMDb, getting the trivia. I do all that every single film I watch. If it's, if it's one I've really connected with, like Oppenheimer, like I re-listened to American Yeah, Prometheus you knew about again. it anyway in the Enjoyed first it. place. No spoilers yeah. on that film. On that film was it? Yeah, guess what? <laughs> America wins. <laughs> the world loses. What it would cost. <laughs> That's badass, though. Next. One of the greatest actors of our time, Mark Wahlberg, confirms that a sequel is in development with a script now written for the Uncharted 2 movie. Greatest actors of our time, did you just say? <laughs> uh, yay? Thumbs in the middle somewhere? <laughs> I've seen Uncharted 1, the film, and I can't remember. I have too. I can't remember. They had a big boat at the end, didn't it? Flying boat. It was fine. I can't it's remember. Right, I yeah. can't remember. Yeah. Oh, it didn't need the uh, brand, cast, did it? Casting is still wrong, but it was fine. I just yeah. can't remember. Yeah, didn't didn't have an impact, did it? Yeah. Um, tangentially related to Mark Wahlberg, actually, I've seen a trailer this week for. I don't know if you guys have seen this trailer for the TED TV show. Yes, I have seen that trailer, which is a prequel no. to it. And you know, actor of our time, Mark Wahlberg, <laughs> they've managed to get a kid doing a Mark yeah. Wahlberg impression yeah. Yeah, with that fucking terrible Boston accent. Yeah, isn't, isn't, <laughs> is Mark Wahlberg from Boston? No. Yeah, he is. Oh, is it? Oh, is, is he not? He? I thought he was. No, he's, I don't think if, he is. If he is, he he's be. putting I on his accent stronger he than he should be. Mark Wahlberg is from... Oh, no, yeah, he is. Boston, he's from Dorchester, Boston. Yeah, I was going to say, he must be. I was always thought he was from yeah, New York. I thought he was. Yeah, he, he, he always makes film about the Boston, the Boston bombing, didn't he? Like, yeah, and he's in like, the, yeah. the Departed. In the Departed. The Departed. Yeah, Departed. It's in all those like kind of Boston-based films. Yeah, that's true. But it's still, he's, he's, his accent's hammed up to the fucking nines, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, very much. It's <laughs> so. like me if I were in a Yorkshire film, so. like, hey up, cocker, hey up, Bobby. I'd be fucking putting it on. <laughs> I bet oh, he's the yeah, kind of person if, when he's around more, when he's around people it from turns Boston it on. more that it, that yeah, it goes yeah, up yeah, and up. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. When I'm in London, I yeah, talk if, like if, this if, in London, in London town. <laughs> oh, you talk if, like if, this, geezer. If you watch the trailer for the, for the TED TV show. <laughs> listen to the kid's accent who's playing yeah, like Mark Wahlberg's character. It's fucking he's, he's not doing a Boston kid. He's doing a Matt Wahlberg impression. <laughs> That's what we say. It's a, it's a Mark Wahlberg kid. Not a Boston. I, I, I think it, look, it's it, look, so it looks so fucking funny. It looks fine. I I like Ted. I like the first one. I don't. I don't, I like I don't know if I've one, seen the second, second one. I've never watched the second fucking one. Horrendous. No, I don't think I've seen it because everyone said don't bother. But I liked Ted one. It was. Yeah, I think I what I struggled with is just didn't bother. I think what I struggled with is that Seth MacFarlane was just doing Peter Griffin's voice for Ted. He was, wasn't he? That's it's not. It's um. Oh yeah, he is, isn't it? It's Brian who yeah. does his normal voice. Yeah. It's just his yeah. voice. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Next. Ryan Reynolds has shared fake Deadpool 3 leaks after set photos. Badass, that. Have you guys seen it? Yeah, with a predator. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Mickey Mouse. Yeah. (laughs) It's cool, it's cool. I like it. I'm looking forward to Deadpool 3, just for a little bit of humour. I I, I like Deadpool 2. A lot of people do. I agree. We need something like that, don't we? He's also... I did too. Yeah, I thought I liked it both. Mm. He's also starring in Announce This Week. Didn't put it in there. He's going to be in like an action comedy with Channing Tatum. Oh, Channing Tatum did well in um, Twenty One Jump Street. It was good in that. Yeah, it sound, yeah the, pr- it the premise did, sounds yeah. quite fun, but I just when I hear action comedy with Ryan Reynolds, I'm like, is he 
just gonna be Ryan Reynolds again. Like, yeah, yeah. But if he's if he's put up against Channing Tatum, what's the bet that there's going to be a scene where they both have their shirts off and they're like trying to like determine which one's better? You're looking? gonna tell me what, what, what brothers? In what's it, the problem so. in that? What, can you tell me the negatives yeah. in that one? <laughs> Candy, can you just the predictability <laughs> of it? No negatives. I just want him to try do something that's not yeah the brand now. Like he's done some films yeah. where he's not just being Ryan Reynolds and they're actually decent. Yeah, that's so, buried film. Buried, buried, buried good. Great. Um, what's the one? The voices, there? voices. That's it. Mm. Yeah, with the that was decent. That was completely mind bending. Yeah, completely not right. The Reynolds, Green Lantern. But... <laughs> Everyone's favourite. That's dead. That's officially dead. It doesn't exist anymore. I didn't mind that. <laughs> you're it's the only great, one. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Alex Garland has revealed a poster for Civil War. Um, not much else, but it does look pretty cool with the Statue of Liberty surrounded by sandbags and snipers on top. Yep. Yep. Just like the sec- cool. sec- second to last level from um, from Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. And the, the original the, one. My favourite IO interactive game, Freedom Fighters. Also that- <laughs> yeah, Freedom Fighters. Great. Yeah, there you, go. there you go. What even is it? The film? Civil War. Uh, premise, the United States stands on the brink of a civil war in a near future setting. Political commentary, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> America will win. And America will win. a great graphic novel, DMZ. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah, DMZ's good. Got mm. Kirsten Dunst, Wagner Maurer, mm. Stephen McKinley Henderson in it. A lot of people I've not heard of. Excellent. Can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> as long as Next. it doesn't end like um, men. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would be weird. Next. Uh, Time for the Swift Report. Taylor Swift has been named Time Magazine's Person of the Year. She told the magazine that it's the proudest and happiest she's ever felt. So she now shares an honour with Adolf Hitler. I knew Um, you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. Albert Einstein. (laughs) Albert Einstein. Mahatma Gandhi. Trump Um, Times Person of the Year. Donald Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tony Blair. Time Person of the Year isn't always about it's not always good people thing. who did good no it's no it's, it's about, not it's a lot of kind of who's been it's infamy as well as fame person. infamy yeah the only thing that's come out of this which i think is fucking brilliant and hilarious in a way is she talks about how um there's a song called famous by kanye I West, love Adolf. Oh, where okay. he um basically rags on taylor swift and talks about fucking Does her it? and <gasps> apparently he said oh like that's um, nice he, he he basically says because you know about that whole thing about when he stormed on stage when she collected a what an award yeah. and he stormed and on did, stage and he was like you saying should it should have been Beyonce should have been Beyonce yeah so he wrote yeah. a song about her saying that like he kept a, he kept her famous and everything and that's all awesome. she she'd apparently had agreed to these lyrics but she hadn't what they'd done is they they talked about it on the phone and Kim Kardashian filmed him on the phone to Taylor Swift. And then they edited the video to make it sound like she said, oh, yeah, I'm fine with these lyrics. And then Kim Kardashian posted it on the internet saying, oh, I'm blasted her for it. And it sent her into a bit of a downward spiral and depression. And she left the country and wow. went and lived on her, her own for ages. Went and, On the moon. And she said she just didn't want to talk to him because she couldn't trust anyone. Anyway, this has all come to light now. So Kim Kardashian's getting absolutely blasted by the Swifties. Well, she's way more powerful than them. Yeah, every she single, now. She every single yeah, one of Kim Kardashian's then. comments on her Instagram is just 
the Swifties just going for her. And I just, <laughs> if you go on there, it's so funny. Everyone's like, we're coming for you. And it's just like pictures of snakes all over it. <laughs> it's all, it's all, it's all, it's all funny and that justice is going to be served, but you're still supporting a cult there, Stig. Come on. Uh, I'd I rather do. support her than the fucking Kardashians and Kanye West. Yeah. yeah. I do, I, I do also Agreed. like that, oh, I, that, that she had a cat with her. Yeah. Like the the, co- the cover, she's got, she's got a ragdoll kind of like over, over her shoulders. And she has the world's most ridiculously photogenic cat. Hey, she- that's not true. <laughs> you like you could put panda over your shoulders like that. He would cut your throat. My eyes would be out. She said, "Why don't you write like- an album about your cat, Candy?" <laughs> Maybe I will. She said oh, that yes. when she was uh, announced when they rang her and said, "Oh, your time person of the year coming for a photo shoot." She's like, "Can I bring my cat?" That was the first question she asked. <laughs> it's badass. <laughs> it's, it's badass to get on times for the good for good reasons. <laughs> like like yeah, we said. like. Like 2021's Elon Musk or um, uh, 2010's Mark Zuckerberg or 2007's Vladimir Putin. <laughs> oh, yes. Well earned. Well earned. Wait, well, like we're said, on it. not always the goodies. five just stood there. Or 1999's we, Jeff Bezos. If we ever get on Times Magazine, we've got to do that pose that the uh, the, 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 the uh, monster, the universal monster pose, you know, from that, <laughs> yeah. Johnny Depp and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got to do that. That's our no. podcast pose. It'll be, and then in like twenty years' time, someone will be. I'll go. Remember that time they had Biggie on Time Persons Magazine? Yeah. yeah. He's after, a you say, after after you finally say something that's going to get you cancelled. <laughs> He's such a baddie. I can't believe they had him. They fucking had Richard Nixon on it twice. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in good company then. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect, uh, mate. Bad people as well as good people. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Next. Finally, over to the Weird World Web, and thank you to Candy for this one. Uh, this is oh. batshit crazy. Oh, no. <laughs> Cruel, evil scientists. It doesn't say that, but I'm just adding the first two bits. Make VR goggles for mice so they can feel what it's like to be attacked by a bird. <laughs> Upon Fuck. noticing the simulated bird of prey, these terrified, bespectacled rodents ran faster on the treadmill used during the tests or froze, both of which are real common responses to overhead threats. Dubbed Miniature Rodent Stereo Illumination VR, acronym is immersive. The headgear is made up of two lenses and two screens split between both eyes to give the rodents an immersive 3D picture. Like VR for humans, the mice cannot see the outside world and are made to feel like they're somewhere else. somewhere else. I don't think the mice are asking for this. To see if they can do it to us. (laughs) You show a mouse a bird, it's going to fucking run because it's a predator. The researchers from Northwestern University in Illinois said by simulating a mouse's natural environment, they'd achieve greater understanding of their behaviour. What do you need to understand? I can tell you now, mice are really simple. They want to eat and survive by torturing them. (sighs) I mean, of course it's the fucking Americans doing this. America, what's wrong with you? Fuck yeah. That's horrendous. That's got to be animal cruelty, that. Yeah. I get no, no, stick drugs in them every week. There's more important, more, more animal things than, than bloody VR. I get, I give a story about a spider laying an eggs in a man's toe during a cruise holder. Was, yeah, no. just to, just to <laughs> no. get that reaction. Right, just, I'm not sleeping tonight. Actually, actually, talking about freak you, gadget and candy out. <laughs> talking about mice, VR, and 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 pharmaceutical testing and stuff. Don't Google. Um, what's the, what? What are they called them? Them chambers, them despair chambers that they use in medical science. That's how they test uh, antidepressants on mice. That's don't Google it. Bedroom. I said, Candy, uh, don't Google despair chambers. It, said, I said, it, it says here, 
just on the on the spider one. The, the doctor's cut his toe nope. open, causing the spider eggs to pour out. <laughs> <laughs> Dinner. And apparently, one had like hatched and was like started to eat its way out. <laughs> Snake, I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> cool, cool. Let's Easy, get bro. on with the main show. It is another of the year episode. This time, TV slash films of the year. Are you running it again, Gadget? You know what you're doing, pal? I'm not running it again. You can go for it. Stig, you like TV and film. You can run it. All right, Gadget. What's your top number five? (laughs) (laughs) Gonzo podcasting right here. Uh, Weirdly enough, I struggle with this one because when I went back over it, I didn't actually realise what realise how little I'd watched from this year. Most of what I've been watching has been from previous years. And yeah. I'm not biggie. Nope, you're not. <gasps> so I am gonna say my number five. Um I I have I have a few um uh, honorable mentions which we'll talk about in the Patreon bit. Uh but I think my number five is going to be uh season four of Succession. Mm. I've okay. got that higher. You've got that higher. So we'll we'll leave that for later. Yes. Candy. Mine was a TV show that a couple of us watched and enjoyed called Fall of the House of Usher. I um in the series in the series that was heading slightly downhill, I think, from that creator Mike Flanagan. I think it was a rise back to back back to the glory. It had its scares, it had its intelligent themes, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's his best work, hundred mm-hmm. yeah. percent. It's a gr- it's Ooh, a great way I to. Disagree with that. Hard yeah, you're wrong. Still is hard, and hard. Yeah. No, best you're wrong. Yeah. You're wrong. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. <clears throat> it's, a, it's a great condensing of of obviously a great body of work by Edgar Allan Poe and how he managed to get every single short story, poem, or prose that he's done into one series is. Genius. It's not in my top five, but it's in my top ten. Well, funnily um, enough, I actually went back and and read all the post stuff and listened to all the oh, post stuff because I hadn't. It's I'd, good in it. Like I said, I'd done the hits, but I hadn't sort of uh, <laughs> done, de- done, done the hits. <laughs> done the top. Done the top five. Now but that's yeah, I what I really... call Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> but yeah, no, I went. I went back and especially like comparing it to the TV show as well. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this is actually really clever. Really cleverly done. Did you notice yeah. how he just chose the fall of the House of Usher as his main th- thread because it's the coolest sounding story yeah. that he's done? Yeah, fair enough. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Because <laughs> it's, it's not like that 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 story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you, mate. It's really, really, really good. It's his best work. These two haven't got a fucking clue what they're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> out and Horses Hill. Out, how You can't even yeah. say it. That's how much out, he loves house, it. Out, out on Horses Hill. Hill. How just, to horse a hill? It's just more <laughs> after, Here's like, the pod title. It's, it was great horror and like really well crafted and really well yep. put together. And I don't really care about. Yep, yep, yep. Everybody was, knows Blind Manor was the best one. God, <laughs> no, it wasn't. So, so it's I, the one who hasn't watched any of them. The one. That's, that's, <laughs> I see the look on Candy's face. That's that's like, I literally <laughs> didn't bother watching the last episode because I because I found the penultimate one so boring. I was like, you I would, you would like. This. You would like um you would like uh, Midnight Mass though, Gadget. You'd like Midnight that. Midnight Mass is good. Yeah. It's a play on how religion how dangerous it can be. Oh, I'm all up for that. Yeah. I love a bit of religious criticism. 
Thought you would be. But yeah, good good pick, Candy. Good pick. Well, move on to you then, Oodles. <clears throat> My number five, I don't even know why I've put it here because I know it's not going to be everyone else's number five. Oppenheimer. Much higher for me. Yeah, higher. so. Yeah. so. Piggy. I've got the morning show. Season. The new season. You watched it all? Yeah, season three. Yeah. Season three. Yeah. Uh, I guess no one else picked it then. Um, yeah, so uh, the, the, no one said anything. I was waiting for it. Uh, the morning show, I which you were uh, doing we the have podcast. already. Morning show, okay. <laughs> that we've already spoken about um, on the pod from both Oodles and myself, I think. I love it. Uh, it's also known weirdly as Morning Wars in Australia and Indonesia for some reason. It's because they've got a show called The Morning Show. I thought as much. Mm-hmm. Um, is the American drama television series, as we said before, it stars Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon, and Steve Carroll, amongst many, many, many more. Um, just so good. Great American drama. Um, the plot points, the things that get dropped in, even just a comment could be picked up from season one, ends up in season three. Yeah. Um, some really top acting. And the fact that they don't even pick size in any of the subject matter that they're Putting through, they literally try and look at everything from all sides. Um, I think it's yeah, they're supposed to be independent, television. Yeah, and uh, there's some great topics talked about. Um, Real world topics, just the, the Me Too, like the Me Too moment, uh, moment, the movement. Sorry, <laughs> it was more than a moment. That one moment, um, the that, that moment, that, that the one moment, all uppity. <laughs> yeah, and then we told them to be quiet, um, and the then. Uh, <laughs> We had COVID-19 pandemic, racial inequality. There's, there's so many different subjects that are covered by the show. But yeah, Cock it's just great, great. Yeah, great television. And yeah, I just really recommend it. It's worth snapping up one of those free um, trials for Apple TV. Got a year, just, mate. Uh, <laughs> Full year. <laughs> it's um, yeah, it's a great it. show. Really, I, really I, good show. I agree. It's a great show, but it's not as good as the first season. None of them have been, but it doesn't mean it's bad. Do you get what I mean? No. Apple do have a really bad habit of not being able to follow up on a fantastic first season. Yeah, I've I've read a a thing about that as well. With a lot of a lot of their shows, the first season's always their impact season, and then it just goes. Yeah, but it hasn't shit the bed at all. It's just like from a ten out of ten season going down to it. The second season was like a nine out of ten. This season was an eight out of ten. You know what I mean? The next season's going to be a seven out of ten until it just dies. But yeah, it's great. It's, uh, been, the, the best um, thing about it is got the acting. Four season coming. Yeah, <clears throat> the acting's superb, and Jennifer Aniston. My God, that woman can act. She can act. Yeah, she's de- certainly uh, showing her acting chops. She's been in other stuff, obviously, but uh, yeah, I think uh, she's really proven that she can do it. Cool. It's one I intend to get on at some point while I've got my free Apple TV. It's good to watch as a couple, that one, isn't it, Big? It's a couple watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think you you need to have someone next to you to, like, discuss the goings on. It makes it a lot more. And and the the intro theme's amazing. And I don't even like jazz. Oh, uh, quick shout out to Greta Lee in it as well. She's awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. Right. Me, then. Um, My number five is um, I haven't put any TV in my top five. (gasps) Ooh. Um, mainly because, well, you're going to talk about Succession, so I could just talk about that then. Um, but Fair. also, I've watched 
59 films that came out this year. So What? <laughs> yeah. Uh my number five is kind of a TV show, but it isn't because it ended with this film, like a feature length, and it's Attack on Titan's final chapter, special two. Nice, mate. Nice. Um, because I fucking love this show, and that might be like being a proper basic as fuck anime take. Um, no, it's incredible, mate, and I've seen loads of different anime. Cause, yeah, because there is a lot of there's a lot of stuck upness in the anime community. Isn't the purists, there? yeah. And if you put this up Fuck there, them, people are just like, no, this is better, this is better. <clears throat> I was like, but I like what I like, and I like this show. Um, it's great, <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> it's it's a show that took ten years to get from start to finish, despite the fact there only being four seasons. Yeah. Um, but it was well worth the, the time. And luckily for me, I only decided to watch it like two years ago. So I managed to get through the whole show in, in like two years. But I, I can't talk about anything to do with the plot at all. No, um, don't. Because it obviously carries on from the fourth series, the special, the, the first special. The first special is really good, but it just kind of, it doesn't have a payoff. It has this mm. kind of, it has this big set piece and this big moment for a character in there and then it kind of ends and leads you to one to this second special so i didn't get as much out of that as i wanted it was still really good but this this one was just it tied up everything perfectly well like uh the there's just some proper beautiful moments in there the 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 threads were nicely tied weren't they yeah uh threads literally enough yeah that was (laughs) punny yeah (laughs) Um, but yeah, everything's just pulled together amazingly well. The uh, the emotional beats are all there. The action is just incredible. This big, huge action set piece they have for like the majority of the of the uh, film slash special, and you just got this real kind of gorgeous moments. And uh, uh, yeah, so it just has this really beautiful moment at the end between the main three uh, kind of main characters, and just. Yeah, it, it throws a few twists and turns in there as well, which you just think, yeah, something happens and you're kind of like, yeah, and then this <laughs> twist happens and you're like, oh, fuck off. But then it works really well and it's just amazing. The animation's great and... It's one of the best looking yeah. animes. Yeah, it's just, it's brutal, it's beautiful and the music's incredible. It's also one of those that hasn't got bad dubbing. The dubbing's good. Yeah, yeah, the English dubbing's It's really is great. good. <laughs> this... this this special's only out in Japanese at the moment. Yeah, so if you, yeah, you want to watch, if you want to wait for the dub, I don't know when that's going to be out. So I just say it's really watch, well acted. Just go though, watch the, a Japanese one. I think it'll be out soon because I saw a TikTok this week of um, Matthew Mercer laying down his last lines for Levi. Is it yeah. Levi plays, um, and he was getting quite Levi? emotional in the I recording. Didn't know who booth. played Levi? Yeah, he was getting quite emotional in the booth, like delivering the last line of the recording yeah. session. So I've seen videos really, really, really well acted. I've seen videos of the Japanese voice actors like bursting into tears and they're trying to get their like, yeah. final lines out. On a side note, there, Stig, um, have you played the game? The, the uh, Attack on Titan 2, it's a really good game. It's got the first game and the second one built into one game. I've got it's a good it. game. I've got it, but I, I just haven't bothered playing. I think you'd I genuinely like it. It's fun. Yeah, I mean, the yeah, other game like, gear looks great, so... I didn't hear a word he said then. It's just being a rude. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Attack on Titan, great, final chapter, special two. 
Great it's very special as well, mate. My top ten, but not quite top five. Oh, it's me. Sorry, I'm uh, gadget. Back to you. Top four, number four. Uh, number four. Now, this one I went back and forth on. Um, originally, I was going to go with Silo, but there was a late entry has pipped to the post for number four and knocked Silo out of my top five. Uh, season two of The Bear. I still yet to watch it. I me too. Great. I, so <laughs> I love. Really I love the first season so much. I have no idea why I haven't jumped on the second one yet. The second season is quite different to the first one. It doesn't do as much of the constant tension which the first one did. However, when you get the moments of tension, oh my god, they hit so hard. There is a Christmas special episode which which nearly gave me a stomach ulcer. It was so tense <laughs> and so horrible to watch. Like I, it's an hour and fifteen minutes long, and I had to watch it in three shifts <laughs> because it was so tense, but so absolutely brilliantly well acted and well performed and well put into place. The soundtrack choices are wonderful. All the performances are wonderful. Um, season two, like I said, is different because season two, for a lot of it, is much more of um, a celebration of food. There's a lot more um, food photography and lots more sequences of them actually cooking rather than fighting with each other. <laughs> um, Matty Matheson, who is the producer of the show and a YouTube chef, he's in it more as a fac. Um, and he's very oh, funny. Is he a YouTuber? He's a YouTuber. He's a YouTube cook. Um, he's like good friends oh. with like Binjama Babish and people like that. I don't know what that is. Um, and he does a lot of he does a lot of the first we feast stuff as well. But he's 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 very good and very chaotic and very messy cook, but makes some amazing stuff. Hmm. Um, and a lot of a lot of this season is spun off from Kami. Like the the, the first season, everyone got their own little story, but everything was centered around Kami. Yeah. This season, a lot of the characters are taken out of their places. Like, um, as one example, like Marcus is sent to train in a kitchen that Kami w- trained in when he was younger. And so you get an entire bottle episode around him and you find out more about him and it's wonderful. And you you get a lot of that with this series. Uh, Kami kind of takes a little bit of a back seat until kind of towards the end of the series. And I think that works well because it stops it being from about one man and his problems and his issues with his world to being a real ensemble cast, and I think that makes it better as a result. Um, yeah. Everyone gets yeah. an opportunity to shine, so I, oh, I mean, we Pip and I watched the show like in a week, like all like eighteen episodes of it. It's just that good. Yeah, it's really um, special. But yeah, when you get to uh, episode six and season two, have some Rennies on hand. Fuck me, that one's <laughs> hard. It's a hard episode to watch. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, my number four with the season two of the bear. Awesome, I will get onto it. I promise. Um, who is next? Candy. Yeah, actually, it's another late entry for me, and it's a series that's only halfway out at the moment, but I'm thoroughly enjoying it. And that's Monarch, um, which is the Apple TV show based on the Monarch um, Corporation from the Godzilla series. Um, World of monsters. Lovely to see, yes, lovely to see Kurt Russell back in action as well and Wyatt Russell playing him, the same character in a different timeline. Um, as always, we don't get enough Godzilla, but the threat of Godzilla is always kind of... We never have, like, have we? Never, never enough Godzilla. Um, <laughs> I mean, the, the best Godzilla films have very little Godzilla in it, isn't it? Agreed. He's only in like 15 minutes of Shin Godzilla. Yeah, if that. Yeah. Then eyes, though, them fucking eyes. But... um. <laughs> 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 
but yeah, the the threat of Godzilla is constantly there. It's um, in the aftermath of the San Francisco attack, so it's the modern day Godzilla film, the American ones. Um, takes place a, a year or so afterwards um, between a, a brother and sister that didn't know they existed. Um, and I can't wait to see how it plays out. I I imagine that the second part of the scene, so we're on to see uh, episode five so far. Um, I assume there's probably 10 or 12, so we're halfway through. I would imagine that the second part of the series will a bit be a bit more action-packed. We saw a bit more of it last um, last episode um, with various other titans springing up. And it's really good fun. It Thoroughly enjoying it. I like that, that Kurt Russell plays a 90-year-old man in this. Very spry, isn't he? Very spry. Very spry. <laughs> he even says, so, they mention it, doesn't they? Are you supposed to be 90 years old? Oh, yeah, I look good for my age. <laughs> I was going to say, he's only 72. Yeah, he's so And he still good. looks good for his age. <laughs> he looks fantastic for, for a 72-year-old. I don't buy him as a 90 year old I hope I don't like him when I hit that age. The man's ripped for an older yeah. man. He, he looks great. Isn't he? a good Santa. Yes. yes. Yeah. Magnificent. <laughs> I, agree, I agree it's really good but I didn't put it in because it's not finished mm. yeah, I feel like I've seen watched. enough of it to make a decent judgement so far if I'd just seen the one episode I wouldn't have put it in but this is what knocked Silo out unfortunately for me I liked Silo but I no, can't it was, a, it was the be all end all when it came out guys you're all adored it's, I mean it, it's knocked down to my six so I was going to talk about it in the Patreon yeah mm. I've got that I'll, I'll, I'll do that in the Patreon I mean I, I loved it but Things were better. I didn't. Uh, yeah, Monarch is. Um, we've only watched two episodes yet. We haven't had a chance to watch any others just because of working. Second episode's better than the first one, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, who was next? Biggie. Was it back to Biggie or Oodles? No, it was Oodles, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, number four for me is Air. Has anyone got Air? It's in my top 10, oh. but it's not in my top five. So there's nothing I love more than a Matt Damon Ben Affleck film. <laughs> there's nothing I love more. You can um, smell the weed coming out of all of them. You really can. <laughs> I love a, 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 a biopic, and I, I love it when it's when it's something that is modern enough for me to know about it. Do you know what I mean? It's, I don't have to do too much research. It's about um, the, the Nike sponsorship of Michael Jordan, but it's not about Michael Jordan at all, really, is it, if you've all seen it? That's, one of, it, that's one of its best things, really, the fact that it, it kind of keeps Jordan out of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's mainly about his mum, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I know, powerful. But it's just—I don't know. It's, it's just—it's one of—it's one of those uh, biopics that, in the vein of like Social Network and things like that, where it's just a dead interesting subject, made even better by incredible actors doing absolutely stellar work. Like Ben Affleck knows how to be a coke-ridden CEO because he's been a coke-ridden person in his life. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're all playing on themselves, like, like. Uh, Matt Damon can be a schlub because he's been a schlub before in real life. He's not always been Jason Bourne all his life. <laughs> and it, it, it's got what's his, uh, uh, Jason Bateman in it. He's always a delight to see when he turns up in things. And I don't know. I just I just think it's a it's a it's a really well acted film. It's really enjoyable, and the subject matter is dead interesting. <clears throat> They're wrong though. Uh, Adidas is better than Nike. They keep saying Adidas is not better than Nike. But Adidas yeah. is better than Nike. Nike's better. Is it? Fuck. Yeah. But yeah, I just I just really enjoyed it. High tech hey. for life. <laughs> <laughs> You're a Diodora, man, aren't you? 
Gadget exclusively buys his baby. shoes from Windsor's World of Shoes. <laughs> I'm Northern, I'm cheap. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it's just, I just think it's a really good biopic. Um, and there's not really much more to say on it. If you've not watched it, I didn't have to go to cinema to see this either. Was it Apple TV or was it Netflix or something? I think it's Apple TV. Apple TV. It is really yeah. good. Like I was surprised it's just genuinely how much really I enjoyed good. it. When it first came out, it was like, they're going to do a film about how Air Jordan <laughs> came they acquired about. the rights. Like, really? <laughs> and yeah, it's really good and quite gripping in places and everyone's yeah. acting really well and it's just a really cool story. It's, I, it's, I, really I, it's, well it's one of those films I'm surprised that they, they got the funding for it because when you go in the context... How do you pitch it? <laughs> yeah. How do you picture? We want to make a film about a pair of trainers. <laughs> I just like Jordan in it. No, I like those films where the main, uh, the lead, is willing to risk it all. Like I really like the Adam Sandler basketball film from the other year because when you're r- willing to risk it all, your reputation, your livelihood, your family, there's something endearing when at the end it all pays off, and I, I like that. Sometimes I like a happy ending. Spoiler alert, there's a happy ending to this, guys. You, you like a good underdog story. I do like an underdog story. A good, a good really corporate do. underdog story. Do you yeah. know that... Um... The amount of men wearing chinos in that film, Oodles. There's a <laughs> lot of chinos in that film. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of chinos. Do you and know what? Weirdly, weirdly, right, as much as, as we're joking, it is kind of an underdog story because at the time, Nike were... It is. We're on... They were nothing. Yeah, we're nothing and they were... They were fucked basically because all you know, Converse and Adidas were absolutely blown them out the water. Yeah. Um, so in the basketball division, at least, anyway. But yeah, uh, Michael Jordan only signed off on this film if Viola Davis could play his mum, and so she's got, incredible. So they got Viola, Viola Davis to play his mum, and he's like, Yeah, fine. Don't, <laughs> I mean, Viola Davis's <clears throat> default position is incredible. She's been in some shite things over the years, but she's always incredible in it. Yeah. Yeah, she's the best thing in everything she's in. But Have yeah, you seen I, that, I, I, How to Get Away with Murder? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just, I just think everyone should watch this if you're into the um, '90s Americana in any any way, shape, or form. It's 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 a fascinating watch. Lots of men smoking in offices. You'll enjoy it. It's a talkie. It's a talkie. There you go. Cool, Biggie number four. I've got uh, Oppie at number four, but I'm guessing it's higher. I've got it higher. I've got it higher. My number four, I think it's going to be higher. Barbie. I've got it much higher. Yeah. Back to you then, Gadget. Uh, The Last of Us. Higher. higher. Oh, I've got that higher. (laughs) Oh, okay. I forgot about that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was January. It's been a while. There's a whole podcast (laughs) series on it, but you know. Yeah. (laughs) Shit. I just look oh, at well, films. Got Too many films. Yeah. That's fine. Back to Candy. My number three was Tetris. Same with the Tetris computer game theme. It's in my top um, ten, but not. Ooh. Another good biopic. I need to watch that. Brilliant biopic. Who would have guessed that when they said when they announced the Tetris film, it would be about the history of the production of and release was, of Tetris? I was expecting something like Pixels. That's exactly Need what I, I remind you all? I said it last time we talked about this film. On one of the very first episodes of Modern Escape is my pitched Tetris the movie. But unfortunately, not like this. It was about the blocks invading Earth. Can you remember, Gadget? <laughs> That's right. Like yeah, I do yeah. remember that. Yeah. Which is how we probably all guessed it was going to be. <clears throat> so I still need residuals for this. Well, mine was you don't, called because Tetris. you pitched a different film. But same name. 
<laughs> it doesn't work like that. I, if you remember, I named the blocks. They all had individual names. They've already I just got can't names. Remember them. They got stupid names, but they got names. No, but I gave them like character names and character oh, like Fred played by different. Stop no, played by actors. Blocks. Stop oh. calling them blocks anyway. They're called tetron uh, tetronomos. Tetraminos. Yeah, tetraminos, tetronomos, something like that. Tetronomons. Anyway, shut up and let Candy talk about Tetris. Big old titties. Yes. Um. Yeah. Is that your review? <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, like, the, the it was shocking. Absolutely shocking. I had no idea. Like, I mean, granted, I was not very old when Tetris came out, so it wouldn't have piqued my interest. But the history of it is incredible. It was basically like an espionage to yeah, get this thing it. released. Yep. It was just such an interesting story. And... The film, yeah, don't go into it with your kids, <laughs> expecting them to have a laugh a minute. It's no. not a kid's film. It's, again, it's, Mario, it's a talky it's one. It's <laughs> and not there's Mario. boobies in it. Yeah. But, it is. Yeah. Great, great biopic. I think it's great. It's lovely to see behind the Iron Curtain again, isn't it? We miss those times when Russia was the baddies, but they weren't as bad as they are now. <laughs> 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 I just, yeah, I just kind of re- yeah, I really enjoyed this story of, and it's wilder than you ever thought a game, the rights to a game would have been, and who was involved, and it was it. Maxwell? I love in the interview of the actual Robert uh, Maxwell, the guy yeah. Robert Waxwell, yeah. Robert Maxwell, and they ask him, so what's it, is this film pretty accurate? He's like, yeah, they missed out loads though. It's like what else could you have missed out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably had probably had to miss a lot of stuff he did. <laughs> they went in the gulags for a little bit, didn't they, in real yeah. life? They spent some time think, in, in prison and that. I think as well, I haven't seen the film, but if I remember rightly from like reading about the story, wasn't like the game of Tetris, it it, it was made, the, 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 the guy who made it made it as a, not to make a game, but he was oh, like Oh, no, he did it as a around. hobby. He was working yeah. it for the KGB. He was that was work, it, yeah. Working so, for so, the, so, like, Inland Revenue or whatever. <laughs> yeah, so the fact that he made this little thing that then became this... Um, absolutely sweeping success in the capitalist world. There's a there's a scene in it, gadget, that you'd love where they go to Nintendo's headquarters and they get to see the Game Boy and it's in this <laughs> like duodecic dome, like yeah, <laughs> and there's like steam coming off it. It's so good. You've got the gadget. You should watch it. it re- you'd really like it's, it. It's on. It's, it's, it's really good. It's on my Apple so TV watch, watch list. I need. I need to get around. It's to fantastic. It. I yeah. just forgot. I forgot it was there. It'd I have been just higher, if I cannot, like, in my top ten this year, and, and obviously within some of our top fives, a film about some trainers and Tetris. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't. It's been a weird year. Oodles, <laughs> uh, what's your number three? Are we up to Oodles? No. Yeah, we're up to Oodles. Nope. Oodles, yes. No. No, are we? Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I definitely am the only person that's got this in here, and it's probably the lowest rated thing this year that any of us have got on his list. It's a film called No One Will Save You. <clears throat> I don't know if you've heard about this. It's a it's an exiled, anxiety-ridden homebody woman that must oh, battle yeah. an alien abduction. It's like a home invasion. She's on her own. There's no dialogue in this film, and it's scary as fuck. I'm one of the scariest films. Like, but I am terrified of aliens. So, I mean... If you're not scared of aliens, this is not going to be that bad for you, but no one will save you. It's the actor that plays the main star and the only real human star, um, Caitlin uh, Dever. I'm, I don't know her from other things, but she's so good. But she doesn't have to speak in it. She doesn't speak. 
It's just all, it's all emotion. It's not a silent film. There's there's noises, alien noises and stuff, but it's really clever. Do you know how, like, Panic Room, the film starts off really strong, like when the, the breaking in bits? Yeah. Imagine that, but she doesn't realise that she's getting broken into by aliens. <laughs> it's... It's not the highest rated thing, but it was so effective for me. It really, like, how it, it just shattered. And I thought about it for weeks and weeks and weeks after. I don't think I mentioned Didn't it on the podcast. Didn't you punch a light stand because you thought you were being invaded? Did you what? Sorry? Didn't you say you punched a light stand once because you thought you were at Aliens or something? I remember yes. you were saying something yes. like that once on the pod. Yeah. I, I just, it's <laughs> my, one of my biggest fears. I've, I mean, I've got megalophobia, I've got a little giminimophobia, I'm scared of beans, but I'm also scared of aliens. <laughs> really badly scared of And cows. Uh, they're linked to aliens. Well, aren't they? <laughs> but yeah, I just, I find nothing more terrifying than the alien episodes in X Files, you know, where they. I watched the, the film plane. that gave Oodles his. Is fear of aliens, fire in the sky. Um, you did. And the film itself is just meh, really. But mm. the, the actual abduction and the depiction yeah. of the probing and Bear the Bear in mind, I was seven years old when I watched is it. It's fucking terrifying. <laughs> so it's it's like, called fire, fire in the Sky. Yeah. yeah. I was like, and we mentioned no it on wonder, the podcast, no, it was No Steve. wonder Oodles was scared of aliens after watching that. <laughs> yeah, seven years old. Like, I'm not scared of like xenomorphs, and unless I'm playing that game. Because xenomorphs don't look like <laughs> the little grey aliens. It's the grey aliens, like on signs and stuff like that. But this, uh, no one will save you. I think it's if you're scared of it in any. If you're scared of living on your own, and uh, don't watch it, Candy. You live on your own. Yeah, I was going to say it's that because me down to terrifying. Three. It's terrifying, and it ends up not being the film you think it's going to be because it doesn't stay as a home invasion. It becomes kind of one woman's odyssey of a town not listening to her not understanding her there's there's more subtext to it it gets a bit trippy in places it's got a very weird twist as for an ending and i mean more than a Shyamalan twist like twisty twist like you you, you couldn't even guess what the twist was and it's just does she know, come I, outside I, I, and it's a cloverfield film <laughs> oh you've guessed the twist no 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 it's just <laughs> i found it stupendously the aliens are making I just, I just found it stupendously effective, and I couldn't stop thinking about it when I was making my list. And again, it's not the highest rated on here. I think it's like sixty percent, sixty-two percent, or something on Rotten Tomatoes. It's not brilliantly loved by critics, but the people that do love it are they're always the ones in the in the reviews saying, "I'm scared of aliens," so, and I don't like living on my own. That kind of film. So I, I loved it, and I just wanted to. Put it in my top five. I thought it was fantastic. I'll never watch it again. It scared me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's effective then. It's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's my number three. Biggie, what's your number three? I got uh, Succession at three, but I don't know if it's higher. Not for me. It was, uh, not, number five not for even me. in my top 50. Wow. Loser. Well, Succession. The American satirical comedy drama TV series that a few of us have watched, um, created by Jesse Armstrong, and it aired originally in uh, June 2018, but the final season came out this year, which is why it counts, bitches, uh, in May 2023. (laughs) Um, Series basically centred on the Roy family, the owners of a global media and entertainment conglomerate, Waystar Royco, and their fight for control of the company amidst uncertainty about the health of the family's patriarch. Patriarch. Um, It's just... Oh, thank you. 
Uh, it's I binged this series back to back basically when yeah, I finally so, got on so to did it. I. So did I, yeah. It was I that I was, good. I just I I wanted to know. I think I went through all four seasons in a month, which is like unheard yeah. of. I, I, I started so. this first the first episode when season five was halfway through it. I, well, I just wanted more and more and more. And in a way, I'm gutted it finished, but it had to. Um, I'm, I'm gutted it finished, but I'm happy it finished where it did because I think it had the potential yeah. to become absolutely unbearable if it carried on much yeah. longer. Yeah. Because not one and, character and that is... in, that, in, in that show is good. <laughs> They're all it's just... bastards. That's what I didn't it's just... like about it. I, I, I had no one to latch onto, no one I cared about. True. Yeah. I mean, that's biggest, the point. That's because... my biggest flaw. With it. I, I like some good in hum- see good in humanity. This is not the show for that. <laughs> well, no, it's the casting was so spot on, so brilliantly done, um, and they had the supporting cast as well from reoccurring characters, and it's just it's so good. The script is just brutal. It's very funny and gut punching when needed to be. Um, the cast were allowed to improv in scenes. Uh, the direction was incredible because cameras were focused on everybody at all times so they could get genuine reactions. Yeah. Um, it's just great. It's just fantastic television. And These... if, you're, if you don't watch it, you're a cop. <laughs> the, scene, the scene on the boot in the third episode. <laughs> um, I fucking love that because it, it was one of the things we watched a week because I'd caught up by the whole thing at that point. So I'm watching it week by week. And I see the um like the the behind the scenes stuff coming it. It's like it's one unbroken twenty seven minute performance, mm, like a stage play, that. throughout that boot, yeah. and all those emotions that they're putting out, and all that dialogue that they're dropping because it's yeah. not a simple scene either. They're moving no, around no. a boot that's moored in the New York Harbor, up and down floors, moving around, and it's a it's a it's basically a wanna, and like they, they've got like camera teams swapping off each other like changing tapes because they only get like 10 minutes of footage out of each camera at any time and stuff like that and it's absolutely superb how it's done but the performances are unreal like I love Sarah Snook she's incredible Um, Matthew McFadden Kieran Culkin's brilliant Matthew McFadden's off the charts throughout I think Macaulay Culkin's fuming that his brother's a way better actor than him no because I think Macaulay Culkin's richer than money. yeah (laughs) Um, I mean, I mean, ultimately, even though he was only in kind of a few episodes of the fourth season, Brian Cox still steals it. That man yeah. delivers a fuck off like yeah. nobody else. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, Cox has, Brian Cox has always been underrated as an actor. He, he, he's, he's he's phenomenal. The problem and the main thing I didn't score it. I mean, I was I was only kidding. It's probably in my top twenty if I went through my top twenty of what I watched this year. But I'm not watching as much as Stig. But this. This proper standout episodes in in the whole run, especially in, in this final season as well. But there's just dross episodes, and but you need the dross episodes to get the payoff in the great episodes. So it's you do. Yeah. It's like a necessary evil, and I just I would I didn't smile once watching it. I wasn't happy watching any of it, and it, I oh, found it a bit oppressive. I found it a bit pr- oppressive and like. Glued oh, to the it's TV. so funny though, brutally funny. Though. That's the point. The script. Oh, I, I find. I, I, I think the, most, the script is, is, is damning savage. of their attitude to most, just normal most of people. The inter- most incredible. of the interactions between Tom and Greg were usually hilarious, <laughs> yeah. in a bad way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the, the, it's a good, uh, sh- good the, show, the, but I just didn't epi- bum the, it like everyone else. The episode with the election, like the fucking the state yeah. Tom gets into throughout that, and the kind of the <laughs> bouncer between him and Greg, and like. 
um, I think at one point you, Greg uh, Greg gives him some sushi and he's like, where did you get this from? He's like, oh, I got it from like the 7-Eleven down the road. You got me convenience store sushi? Are you trying to kill me? <laughs> and like he loses his shit because he's stressed, but it's delivered so funny. Yeah. I totally agree. It was just, yeah, I love it. I was just, I can't believe I missed it when it came out and so glad that I, I have seen it now. I am very glad I got through it, yeah. It's really good. Yeah, me too. It's like one of those ones I'm, gl- like, I'm glad I got it. through it too. <laughs> but, no, but everyone's like, you got to watch it, you got to watch it. And then I was just glued to it and I absolutely loved it. It's my yeah, favorite, it's what, favorite it, TV show of the year by far for me. Yeah, it's one of those ones that actually um, lived up to the hype that other people gave it. Yeah, true. Yep. For me anyway. Yes. Same. Cool. No, I agree. Right, my number three is Oppenheimer. Has anyone yep. got that any higher? I've got it higher. <gasps> oh, so that means gadgets number. I know gadgets number one and two. <laughs> <laughs> Power of deduction. Uh, so we'll go on to gadgets number two now. So my number two is Oppenheimer. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to have that. Got it there. Moment. Uh, Oppenheimer's. I, I I loved it, and it's. It's one of those films that I will never watch again. I'm very Same. happy having seen it. <coughs> it's like, I don't think it's as depressing as something like Schindler's List, which I've seen once and will never watch again. But it's yeah. it's, it's it's near that level. But it's like a proper... This is um, the director, Chris Nolan, like flexing his muscles. This is... His drama chops. No, just he, no. I'm talking like his technical chops, like the look of the film, the way everything's orchestrated, mm. the way everything's put together. I think the editing, editing's so mental in this as well, yeah. isn't it? The, the structure, the structure of the film as well, because it's bouncing between yeah. three timelines. Like, yeah, you don't even realize Oppenheimer's early life, the Manhattan Project, and the court cases afterwards. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the fact that he managed to pull it's like a three-hour and something film. It's a long film, but it. Pretty, it's pretty comprehensive for a biopic. Most biopics aren't don't go this detailed on somebody. Um, the performances are, are absolutely brilliant. Like, um, uh, shit, what's his name? Fucking oh, Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy. That's it. I don't know why I had. To, I, I, I was thinking Kieran Culkin. It's like that's not him. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, Kill, Killian. That would have been interesting. It would have been Killian Murphy. I think. I never normally like really like him when he does like Americanized rules. Like I much mm-hmm, prefer him mm-hmm. when he does like kind of British or European rules. What um, about Brummy? <laughs> even <laughs> even Brummy, he's, he's very good at doing the Brummy <laughs> accent. But this is like his peak American rule for me. Um, yeah, he's really good in it, isn't he? Just at staring at a camera, mm. just at staring oh, at a camera, but like all the little kind of. Like ticks and movements, like subtleties, yeah. all 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 the subtleties of Oppenheimer. Um, I thought Emily Blunt was really good as his, as his long suffering wife. Yeah. Um, especially Florence towards it's Pugh a role of a lifetime a role Murphy as well, as well, isn't it? Sorry, baby, it, it's something that he'll, it's a, a a role of a lifetime for him. You know, to be honoured to take on such a because the film focuses on his him his character yeah. so much that he's in it in almost almost every frame. And I think I think and he is. Like you I say, he's in, he's, in every, is he's in every single incredible. scene. He's in every no, scene. There's, no, it's not because the scenes within the hearing. Oh yeah. yeah oh, without him there, yeah. But right, uh, everyone's yeah. amazing. In this uh, Killian Murphy, uh, Robert Downey Jr. is brilliant in this. Uh, I was really surprised when, when I saw I, him. Didn't expect him in it. I went to see this with my pals. Uh, fun fact: one of three films I've seen in cinemas this year. 
Um, I went to see this with my pal, and he didn't know that was Robert Downey Jr. until we got out. Because he's so <laughs> un-Tony Stark-like. Yeah. That's yes, the best thing. He's like un-Tony Stark-like. Just showing you his actual acting chops. And you've got like Florence <laughs> yeah. Pugh, uh, Josh Hart. He's not really a good Iron role. Uh, it's full of other people. Ben, Benny Safdie, Casey Affleck, Matt Damon. Yeah, Safdie's great, in it, it. Yeah. Like, it, 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 the list of people in this film is just ridiculous. And they're it's all, Hollywood, isn't they're it? They're all just great. And just the cinematography, the sound... Just yeah. everything about this film is just incredible. I have to do mention something, and it c- could be considered a spoiler for a film that actually happened in real life, but it, it really surprised me more than any other aspect of this film, and cover your ears for a few seconds if you are conscious of this. I thought the film would end with the detonation. It did, I did not. I did too. And, and I that thought was, it was brave. really cleverly done, how that yes. they didn't even... Show it, but yeah. they hinted it at what happened. Yeah, in various yeah. scenes. Oh, that, that's the best thing that they didn't yeah. show. I think it, I, if 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 they showed the bomb, I think it would have made the film too. It would have made the film too much America. Fuck yeah. Mm. Yeah, it would seem a bit crass we as well. Yeah, whereas the film is supposed to be the critique of it. Um, I liked how they handled it though. Like when Oppenheimer delivers the news that the bomb has dropped and it's been successful. And you've got that moment where he's got like the entire Manhattan Project on the bleachers and all that, and he's like everything and distorts for him. Yeah, and yeah. That's what, like, yeah, that's what I was referring to. It's so that. cleverly done. And, and all the way through uh, the film, it's got the people stomping on the ground, and then you find yeah. out why they're stomping on the ground. But then, but then you get that shot when they're watching the footage that's come back from Hiroshima. Yeah, and like yeah. he had just focused on the horror in his face. Yeah, what have I done? done? I have become deaf. I am become yeah. deaf, or whatever he says. I'm destroying worlds. And the, uh, I've become deaf. Yeah. The, the film is going to be released at some point very in the very near future in Japan as well. So it'll be interesting to see sort of how that. Yes, is. of course. I think it was done as respectfully. True horror as it, for them. I think it was done as respectfully as it possibly could have done. I think so. <clears throat> I mean, it does help that it's not directed by an American man. That yes. that goes in in its favour, and that it's not all American actors in there. It's not a fuck yeah film. It's a fuck no. What have we done? Film. I, I think as well. Actually, going back to what Stick was talking about with, with uh, Robert Downey Jr. in it, like being not Tony Stark. Yeah, there is that moment towards the end where you get the turn in his character. I say yeah, his character, when he's not nice. he's playing, and it shocked me because I've forgotten how good an actor Robert Downey Jr. is. Because yeah, you only yeah. see him playing Tony Stark or really kind of charming, charismatic Doctor characters. Doolittle, mm. and but for, for, <laughs> for most of the film, because the the shoe, the other shoe he's hasn't charming. dropped. He's charming to only start kind of guy. And then there's that kind of yeah. click. And yeah. it's like, oh, you are so good at this. Well, especially yeah, you for young me. people who've only been watching him for the last like 10, 15 years as well. And obviously for for obviously reasons he's out of the limelight for a good five, ten years. But before that, like his dramatic roles, he's always he's been a really excellent. Have really you seen him in less than actor. zero? Whew. He becomes a male prostitute in that. It's a very hard hitting film. From the nineties, so before yeah. he went to prison, I thought it, I thought weird it was science. <laughs> weird science. I, th- <laughs> I thought it was a phenomenal film that I will never watch again. But I yeah. loved it. Yeah, same, I, same. I, will, I will not watch I'm, it again. I am very glad I went to see it in the biggest cinema I could afford, with the biggest sound system I could afford Ooh, yeah. in that cinema. It was pure IMAX. It was lavish. It was me going whole hog when I shouldn't have gone whole hog, but it was worth it. It wasn't I, the film I was expecting, but it did other things to me. I felt a little bit shortchanged by seeing it in IMAX until you got to the scene of the bomb going off. 
It's like that's what I've paid for. I just I, it doesn't I, I need just to think, be an IMAX film. <laughs> no, it does not. But cinematography wise as well, it's smart. The choice of colour, the choice of gradient, the choice of lighting on people's faces, the cuts, the smash cuts. Fucking Albert Einstein. Do you know what I mean? It's just good. Those, it's just um shots of as well of when you see like particles like bouncing around. Yeah, it's real, yeah, isn't yeah. it? It's yeah, all real. Yeah. Like it's none of it's CGI, it's like it's all real and filmed yeah. with just a ridiculously good cameras. Yeah. It's great. Great film. You should watch it at least once in your lifetime. Joe Gary Very Oldman's fun. in it. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's true. Does he play the bomb? No, it's Truman. President yeah, Truman. <laughs> I did not know he was Truman. It, 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 that, that four minute scene, it took me about half of it to work out that it was Gary Oldman. It was basically from his smile. Mm. It was when he's. Uh, because yeah. he, yeah. he's got so much makeup on and he doesn't look like Gary Oldman, but you can't fake your smile. I'm just used <laughs> to seeing him as, 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 a, as a dwarf. Apparently, apparently um, <laughs> as well, that's what he said. Yeah, yeah. bang on, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that's the transcript that's, of it. Yeah. <clears throat> What a bastard. Crazy, crazy film. <laughs> crazy Horrible. film. Yeah. Uh, Candy, what is your number two? My number two is Gen V. A... My number two is Gen V. Oh, a five. A series that I never expected to like, and I kind of almost didn't want to because I was like, well, we've got the boys. I'm sick of all these spin-off shows. I wrote it off when it was announced. Yeah, I did too. I, walked, uh, I, did too. I watched it out of interest <laughs> as, as a politeness when it first yep. came out. Oh my god! I was hooked from the first minute. It's the yep, it's the boys down to a t- like. It doesn't feel like a spin off show. It feels like another series. The, the next series of the boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it kind of is because it's canonical. Exactly, and I think it obviously it's going to lead straight into the next ser- series of the boys, which we're not going to get till next year. And um, I think we'll probably. I don't know if we'll see the two blend or if we'll see two um, more separate. Um, series the boys and gen v um i'm sure there's going to be a lot more crossover than there was this season um between the two series but oh it was so much fun it's just a splatterific like the humor is exactly the same if you like the boys and you haven't watched gen v don't sleep on it my favorite scene is when she's riding on that giant willy i knew you're gonna say that <laughs> when you said my favourite scene is, I could have intercut you there and just yeah. said, right, right <laughs> only because if it were real, you'd want her to do it to you. Why is it both like in this series and the last series True. of the boys, everyone's favourite scene is? Do you remember that bit with the Willy? Cocks. Yeah, <laughs> Willies are important. Yeah. Well, yeah, I would agree. <clears throat> I I just think again, without spoiling any of the plot, how it expertly makes you aware of the main canon of the boys without having those characters in it and without having the big show-stopping characters. Not to say that they don't make an appearance or anything like that. You get a lot of it's like on posters and adverts and stuff. Yeah, it's just all to, there, just isn't to re- it? Just to reaffirm that it exists and how it's set straight after the last season of the boys. So it's a lovely bit of filler. It's just, it's delicious. Yeah. And, and the actors in it are phenomenal. The kids, I mean, they're not kids, are they? They're adults, but the playing kids. Uh, there's some ropey acting. I will say that. That's my yeah, only it's not really, but there's some ropey acting in the boys. Yeah. That's not perfect for acting. It's not a, 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 It's not I something mean, you watch Billy for, for the pros. It's ropey as fuck. It's horrendous. <laughs> but, it's, it's horrendous. But, it's still, but it's great at the same time. For the right reason. It's entertaining. It's just... Yeah, Gen V really shook me, shocked me, because I I wrote it off same same as Candy. We've and then 
I was like, oh my, oh my God, this is, it's Amazon's best IP. By far. The Boys is their best work. Oh yeah, big time. Until Fallout. No, I think well, it's I, I, I don't think it'll be as good as, it'll be as good as The Boys. It, I'm so glad, especially at a time when I'm a bit like some other people were, I'm getting MCU fatigue mm-hmm. a, a lot quicker than Stig is and stuff like that. But <clears throat> it's just, this is the antidote I needed. Because I love, and like Biggie, I love graphic novels, I love comic books. And I remember reading these stories years ago yeah. and seeing them changed up enough to surprise me. There's characters in this that didn't exist in the books, do you know what I mean? And it's just... I, it was unfilmable, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, <laughs> I mean we've got Tech Knight in it and <laughs> with all these <laughs> issues with holes. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And it's just, I don't know, it's just fucking... Uh, you see, I forgot about that character. It wasn't until you reminded me, and I was like, they're not putting him everything. in there. Surely not. <laughs> and he, it wasn't even as bad as you thought it would be, but it was the... In, it was enough. It was what was, imp- it was, what was implied is so what he, made it so funny. That scene where he looks at that tree. He, he saw a knot in a tree. <laughs> he saw a knot in a tree, and he's like, like, fuck that. Put my, put my dick in that. <laughs> <laughs> Cowboy just, enters the chat. Yeah, I know. It's just, it's just a really well-executed programme. And it's not what I expected, and it just blew me away. Yeah, I um, I really enjoyed it. It's very good. But yeah, that's my number two, as well as Candy's number two. Ooh, so Biggie, what's your number two? It's the one you forgot, dude. It's The Last of Us. I have it higher. Um, I've got gadget. it higher. <laughs> oh, gosh, okay. <laughs> you know what man Candy's number one is? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, fine. Me, number two, Killers of the Flower Moon. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. Scorsese's latest three and a half hour epic set in the 1920s Oklahoma. It's about the Osage Nation and about the the plot of the local racist racists <laughs> to kind the white of, men. Yeah, to do them out of their money and horrific murders ensued um never ever heard of this story until this film came out don't think a lot of people had heard of it until the book that it was based on came out either and they just it just kept going until the fbi steps in to unravel what's going on at the kind of the pleading and the behest of the osage nation say like something is going on please come and help us yeah we're still humans remember yeah and it's just so good i Everything about it is like the direction, the cinematography, the acting, the editing, the music. It's an incredible film, in my opinion. Uh, I can't and, wait to watch it. Uh, can't wait. Yeah, I need to watch that. You've got Lily Gladstone in the lead role, and she's keeping, you know, she's not been in many things, but she's managing to kind of keep up there and at times run Oscar cir- winning stars run circles around Leo and Robert De Niro who both put in also like fantastic performances um the I know a lot of people have had issues with the way the story's framed and told the perspective it's told from because it's mainly yeah. told from Leo's character's perspective which the book isn't no it's this is to this is coming from Ernest's like view really you're kind of seeing him going through and being manipulated by people while also kind of on one hand he's fallen in love with this Osage woman but on the other hand he's helping to commit these horrific things yeah. um 
And I understand why he's done that, not just to kind of draw people in more and just say, you know, we've got these big stars in, but it's to make you feel guilty. And I know that's, yeah. I know that's not really something that we should feel guilty about because we have nothing to do with it, but it's to really draw your attention and pull you in of, of like the plight of these people. And I think that's yeah. why he's purposely done it. And there's a bit near the it's end. It's a white of, privilege thing, isn't it? Yeah, there's a bit there's a bit right near the end, which I won't spoil, which kind of really kind of drives that home. Uh, how, how Scorsese ends this film really drives home that kind of white guilt. Uh, I really I really thought it had been out by now on Apple TV. I've been waiting very patiently yeah. for it. I think it's just come out. Came out this week. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. I'll, I'll watch that this week then. <laughs> That that came out of nowhere. Then no song, no fanfare. Just turned up. I, that this is. <laughs> I, I know this would probably be my number one if I because I just love Scott Sazy anyway. But I just have not seen it yet. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, just like Oppenheimer. I didn't feel the time. I, I sat in the yeah. hut, the cinema, and watched it, and I didn't feel like. <sighs> That's three, when you three know and it's half, good. Three and a half hours have gone by. I was just completely sucked in with it and just thought it was fantastic. I can't wait for that. Finally, on to our number ones. I know what Gadget is, so tell me Gadget. Yeah, I didn't expect this to be number one. I thought it would be a good film just to go and see. And I adored it more than anything. Barbie. Yeah, I loved Barbie. (laughs) I thought it was a wonderful film with a wonderful message. Wonderfully acted absolutely hilarious in places, absolutely heartbreakingly poignant in places. Um, It's a tour de force from most of the cast, like Margot Robbie's excellent in it, but fucking Ryan Gosling runs away with that film. Yeah. Ironically, I guess. <laughs> well, it's very ironic, to be honest. Like he is, the, he is the best thing in it. He will probably win an Oscar for that one, and I don't think Margot Robbie will win an Oscar for it. No. And his son might win an Oscar yeah. as well. Yeah, like I like I'm just Ken is incredible. But then there's also the um, there's there's the song he's playing on the on the acoustic guitar, like pushing you or something, or pushing into you. Yeah, I uh, push you around rather, um, which is also hilarious. Um, it's a film. I think Greta Gerwig's done a wonderful um, job of making the kind of plasticated concept of the Barbie universe work in situ. Like when you see like the sets, the sets are all really well designed, obviously based on Barbie's dream houses and they stuff like that. They don't have walls in their houses. They don't have walls. Like she opens the fridge and it's all stickers inside and stuff like that. It's uh, good, man. It's, it's good. Really it's good, really, really good. Well together. But then also like having Barbie come into the real world and like show how... I didn't expect that to happen, me. Uh, I kind of expected it from seeing these the scenes of them like ro- like the back behind the scenes shots of them like rollerblading on Venice Beach and stuff like that. Like, well, I I but I, I don't think I watched the trailer when it came out. I um, don't think the film could have withstood an hour and a half in the Barbie world of that. No, no. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it sets up the core tension of the film, which is Barbie going to the real world and realizing that she's kind of outdated and like people don't really mm. connect with her. They think like a lot of like the Zoomers and Gen Alpha like see the the film's contending that a lot of like the zoomers and gen alpha see barbie as this kind of old old world sexist trope of women like she's she's not a white girl barbies now (laughs) (laughs) but like uh, like there's that scene where she's at high school and she's getting kind of bullied by those four girls 
who yeah. are Bratz dolls. Like they're named after the different Bratz dolls, which I thought was <laughs> yeah, a really are. fun little detail when I found that out. Um, I, I love that there was such love for the Barbie law. Like you had fucking Midge, her pregnant friend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You had Michael <laughs> Michael Sarah as Alan. I love how Midge who, is yeah. just like, but like it was a failed concept. So she's like in yeah. this little gated, gated house she can't, yeah. that she can't come out of. <laughs> There's a, there, apparently there's a deleted scene where Midge gives birth. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do you know what I find massively like, never saw this coming, like in a year where the song Peaches from Mario was <laughs> everything. It would have been the biggest viral song of all time, superseded by wow. Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Not very long after, I bet Jack Black were fuming. And no, I think Jack Black was up for it. I think Jack Black likes that kind of like surreal stuff. Oh, of course he does, yeah. But that song slaps, man. Especially song, the the, the middle when it goes all fucking like glam rock. Yeah, yeah I didn't realize it was uh, written and produced by Mark Ronson, hmm. oh, which well, explains chops, the level of quality. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, but but, he, but even like the, like the other songs that like there's that Dua Lipa song that went viral for a little yeah. while. Yeah, it did. Um, yeah. yeah. And like just everything's Billy Eilish song. The Billy, yeah, the Billy Eilish song is incredible, and the scene where it's used in the film—it's really oh, sad. Oh Christ, it was heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fun fun fact again: the second film I have seen in cinema this this uh, year, <laughs> Mario being the third. <laughs> Great year for cinema. <laughs> I I think it was such a surprise hit because I think a lot of people went into it with quite low expectations. Like there was kind of a uh, there was a lot of pre-release buzz around it, and obviously it came out just before the strike started happening. So they did like the whole um, interview, th- like the, the whole kind of press junket stuff. And I think Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling are such nice people anyway that you get engaged watching them have interviews uh, with the press. But I went into it thinking that because I did the Barbenheimer, so we did Oppenheimer first and then Barbie, which is the natural order because you don't feel good coming out of Oppenheimer. <laughs> um. But, I'd have done it that way if I'd have did that. Yeah, but see, seeing Barbie, like I was, I was expecting like a seven out of ten kind of comedy kind of thing. Like I was expecting to laugh a few times. It was going to pass the six laugh test and all that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I came out utterly in love with it. Like I thought it was just the most incredible film. And it was also really weird that a lot of the discourse around it was that it was this like man hating film. Like all like these it really kind of, isn't. It's re. It's really not. It. It does take a swipe at toxic masculinity, but then so it, it should. So it should. But then it also has this wonderful message that, like, if you actually listen to toxic, yeah. if you, if you listen to the insecurities of men, they can come out of it and they can realize that they are just good enough. You know, that's the whole. I mean, stig has got the fucking t-shirt. <laughs> I am Knuff. Yeah, boy. You know, <laughs> I'm Knuff. I've got, a, um, but, I've um, got a earring as well. Okay, got me yeah. a earring. I only I only went to see it because you two swore blind that I'd love it, and I did love it. I do get annoyed that now Ken's back in the zeitgeist, and <laughs> I go I go by that name some places, <laughs> so people always make the joke. Like South Park when that came out, I had a great time with that as well. I'm sure I'm sure you did. <laughs> but annoying. the the over I think the overriding factor is it's such a funny, well intentioned, wholesome. You need film. to watch it if you've not. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen it yet, but it's on my watch list. It's not for kids. It's not for kids. It's kind of for kids. It has a lot of adult jokes in it, but it doesn't really strain. I just think kids will get bored of it. Uh, it. I think if you're eight, 
Oh, and above is fine. Amelia, Amelia like loved it. She was nine. Yeah, but like so. like biggest kid. Oh yeah, it's not for like a six year old, five to six year old. No, but it's it, it's definitely got a good message for the kids. And yes. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And it's it's it's. I think it's just a wonderful film, and I think when when I leave the cinema and I'm grinning like an idiot, that's how you, that's how I find my film of the year. I agree. It's good that it's good. It's a good, it's a good I showing. I also it? did not expect it to just have the absolute, just to be the the, the best selling film of the year. Yeah. No. I just I just did not see droves of people going it's out badass. in the pink like to go into. To, it was to do it. it was really funny Go when I was it. in when I was in watching Oppenheimer. The amount of like partners of people who'd gone to see Oppenheimer who were there in bright fucking pink. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be pink shorts on. I'd be pink shorts yeah. on for it. Um, I did. I did. I did see someone when I went to see Oppenheimer. They had I am become deaf in a big pink t shirt. <laughs> yeah, I've seen those. I've also <laughs> seen another cool. one which is like I, I am become Ken or something like that. <laughs> yeah, um, I've seen that one too. <laughs> I, what I did, also one of the last thing I'll say about one thing I didn't expect from it was it to take such a vicious swipe at Mattel. Yeah, like yeah, it's it brave, is so, isn't it? It is so anti-corporate that film, and it's so funny that way they do it. Like the the idea of how like, you know Barbie winds up in Mattel's offices, and it's fucking Will Ferrell and a load of blokes in suits who have no fucking clue what a Barbie really should be. And, what little girls are. Yeah, or what little girls are. Like, that's the fucking gag. And it's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm amazed yes. that Mattel signed off on it. And I, I, apparently they were all for it. Like, well, they were quite happy yeah, to have the piss heard. taken out of them. If you look at how much money it's created, they're probably it, going, yeah, we can take a bit of piss taking. Yeah, we can gonna, take a hit. We're going to earn, like, over a billion dollars from it. So we're good. <laughs> and now people are buying our dolls again. Yeah. Yay. Oh, yeah, and even, even Will Ferrell was good in it. He wasn't. Over, he wasn't too Will Ferrell. Yeah, Ferrell, yeah. You know I mean? He was, he, he, he was the, he was like supporting actor Will Ferrell, and he did it right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I didn't expect it to be my film of the year, but I'm absolutely happy that it exists. It's such a wonderful film. Cool. Uh, next up, is Candy. Well, I think we already know. We already know. We answered number one time. It's the Last of Us. What? There we go. So also, my number one. <laughs> What a hell of an adaption. I think it was like everything yeah. most people hoped and dreamed of. They got everything just absolutely down to a T. They expanded parts that really, really worked. They kept parts short, wet and snappy where it needed to be. I just thought it was incredible. That episode three is one of the best episodes of TV I've ever seen. That one is of the, best the episodes only ever made. reason... That is the only reason it is in my number one position and in my top ten. The whole show in general's absolutely great. That one episode floored yeah. me. I have mm. never cried so much at a TV show in my life. I've never seen a representation of just two normal, loving gay yeah. men on a primetime show like that without anything else about it. I think not that- mentioned. It's not. It's I not think- a thing. Thing also is the representation of an older gay couple. Yeah. Because, because, they, absolutely beautiful. Because Bill and Frank meet when they're both in their 30s. Most times when you yes. see gay people on TV, they're either twinks. like... Twinks. They're either twinks or like they're really old gay people. Whereas yeah, you get yeah, this yeah. kind of middle-aged to becoming elderly. Because it's like a 25-year mm. story. No, 15-year yes. story for them. 15 years. Um, and it's, it's just beautiful. It's the, the, it's the only thing I want to talk about on this <laughs> as my number one. 
that what because the rest of it, yeah, it's, it's 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 a brilliant adaptation of something I already love, and the, the, there's no flaws in that. I, think, I don't think I'm not moaning that Bella Ramsey doesn't look like uh, Ellie. I, I don't care. I I I would I would think outside of episode three, like you've got to give props to how good Bella Ramsey yeah. is as Ellie. She's yeah. brilliant in it. Yeah, she doesn't look like Ellie. I don't give a fuck. But Ellie's not, I mean, Ellie's not a real exactly. person. That's not like, a exactly. make or break That's situation. As long as she incorporates the like, character, and I think she elevates Ellie even further than she does in the game. Like she yeah. gets yeah. that. Like, Pedro Pascal doesn't look particularly like. Well, I mean, Joel. Joel's not Hispanic. Yeah. Like Joel, so. the non-Mexican uh, Hispanic man. <laughs> <laughs> Joel Miller. Like, yeah, this, that moment in the cage is she's fucking Ooh. great. Mm. At Bella Ramsey in that that moment. Yeah, like the only I, I just. For whatever reason, I just completely forgot about this show, but it probably would have been in there. But the the whole show is fantastic. It's a little bit rushed. I think they could have done with a few more episodes. That is my only problem to, with to that. To flesh out their it's relationship. To, I, I'd have been yeah. happy to just see an episode of them on the road talking and nothing fucking happening. Yeah, just there, to was get, the, totally, just, there was totally a nine-month totally month, yeah. like nine gap, wasn't it? Which is where maybe another was, episode yeah. could have... Yeah. yeah. I think it just needed the one more episode. Like it's basically the back half of it is quite rushed. In the places. problem, I the, the main main thing, like how the emotions I've got for this this show is, I I got the so much elation from that third episode. I know I'm roping on about it. So much elation, how distraught I was to go on the internet after it. Yeah. Yeah. Really fucking. Uh, they're always set me and hurt me. I know. Like I know. I I know. Yeah. I know. But. People saying that show would have been ten times better without that third episode. I was like, how can you? Even if you're the biggest homophobe on the, how can you not see the human nature, the human side to but that? It's- you say that, but there's also the opposite because it had a lot of people talking about that episode in a completely mm. positive way. Yeah. So I think, yeah. it of course, both. of course, of course. It's also the people who are morons who didn't pick up on the fact that they were gay. In the, in the, <laughs> yeah, in the game, in the game, yeah, yeah. they were gay in the game. game. No, 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 I was no, no, like, uh, did you not listen to the? They were the just dialogue. They were, they were just good <laughs> friends who lived together. Yeah, and 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 read gay parmax. But <laughs> I, I I don't know. It, it's I got so much emotion from that, and it was great being on that journey with all you guys at the same time. We all watched it every week, which again sometimes is a brilliant thing, isn't it? When you have to watch it every week, you get your yeah. water cooler moments. We all chatted about it every week. On you the get pod, a brilliant, you get like, a brilliant podcast about it. About, yeah. We did a podcast about it, <laughs> and. It was it was a moment, and this is the year when did we did we get um, House of the Dragon this year? Yeah, oh, was no, it last, no. year? last year. Ah, oh, oh, late, late last year. It's like it's like if because it, it, it felt to me like a game of Game of Thrones when it was at peak moment in telly. It was just we were it, it was very talky and had just enough action in to break up the talk. Yes, yeah, and it, I don't. I, yeah, I've never cried like that at a TV show, and it's just it earns a top spot. I loved how they expanded the Sam and Henry story. Yeah, it's just so good, yeah. and and, yeah. and also and also that they that they used a deaf actor to play Sam, and he was yeah. so good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, and but there's there's that scene which it, it it's not it's kind of in the game, but not in the game when they're in the tunnels and they get to this kind of crash area. And you see Ellie yes. and Sam playing. just playing as yeah. kids, and you get this moment where you have to remember that like Ellie's fourteen, yeah, kids. Yeah. She's a kid, and yeah. it's yeah, it's it's so. And we got well the, we done. got the um, we got the left behind episode, didn't we? As well, we did. Yeah, we, yes, we did. Which was, which was re- stunning. 
really well done and really well positioned. And again, people on the internet say, what are they kissing for? It's, like, it's in the fucking game, uh, this one. <laughs> I know. Another... Another shout out for Nicole Parker who played Sarah in the first episode. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, she yeah. nailed. Really good. She oh. nailed that. She, she was literally lead actor actor on that first episode, mm. wasn't she? Yeah, she's oh, the been fucking cast her death something scene. quite big, I think, based on that. Like she, yeah, she, she, she managed to nail like the the, the horror of, of like the end of that episode. It's of, just oh, on the um the little snippet videos at the beginning of a couple of episodes where it was just yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. fill out the. The world, yeah, the law. Well, like, the the, that was really clever. Where the infection like started that. in Jakarta, mm. and it was passed, yeah, yeah, yeah. passed through flour. Yeah, she, yeah. She's um, just bring back. She got. She's been cast in How to Drain Your Dragon, a live action. Yeah, there you go. There you go. And I just, I would yeah. suspect that it might have come off the back of that performance. Yeah, probably. Oh yeah, because yeah, because she's playing Astrid, isn't she? And I remember the the, the usual types kicking yeah, off yeah, a bit. Yeah. Oh, you can't have a black girl playing that role. Yeah, <laughs> right. Oh god. Honestly, I don't know how people wake up on the morning, mate. <laughs> just just enjoy sleep. great acting and great yeah. morons. I get up and moan about stuff. Anyway, we're not moaning about things. We're celebrating things. Celebration. The Last of Us TV number show one. was fantastic. It's Oodles and Candies number one. It also gave us an amazing meme towards the end of this year with Frank Reynolds in The Last of Us. Yes. Yes. Although that's it's a game. Is. That's the game, isn't it? That's the game. It don't matter though. Yeah, it don't matter. It, it helped. But, but and 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 it, it gave the world Daddy yes. Pascal. Yeah. Yes. As my wife called the show Joel. Joel. Are we watching yes. Joel tonight? She didn't call it Last was, of Us. She called was, the show Joel. That is a state of mind. Was, was your wife? Was your wife disappointed that there were two episodes without Joel? We did that Photoshop fire called Joel, didn't I? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the poster. Joel. I mean. Pedro Pascal, for people that thought he was maybe originally miscast, he yeah. fucking nailed Joel did, down yeah. to the T. I think I, so I think that's probably because he hasn't played a role like that before. So like everyone expected him to be a bit more of like loose and charismatic, where mm. like we hadn't really seen him do like maybe outside somber. of narcos. It hadn't done kind of somber, traumatized. Mate, in narcos, he's still shagging prostitutes and yeah. drinking all the time. <laughs> like most. Mo- most people see uh, Pascal as either the Mandalorian or as Oberyn Martell. He's so unlike it in oh, real life as well. Like he's such a boisterous, funny yeah. guy. It's like, oh, I did enjoy his press. Him and Bella Ramsey one. are just absolute besties. I love their little, their little friendship. Yeah, the, yeah. And he, yeah. He, he adopted he was, her in real life, didn't yeah. he? In a way. Well, well, yeah, because he 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 was also like the most supportive person when she decided to come out as non-binary. Yeah, yeah. I oh yeah, we keep saying I she, that. They, yeah. Um, they decided to come out as non-binary, and it, and he was like, "No, no, go do it. I'll support you. I'll be your shield for this one." Yeah, like, yeah, such a yeah, fucking lovely that. bloke. Yeah, it's just it's just a special show, and again, it's not even a horror like it should. It could have been. It's just a human condition. The show, the scene after the after the sniper alley when the uh, bloater comes out is so good though, and it's all practical yeah. effects as well. Like most yeah. most of the, like blew the, up half of the street, didn't they? Yeah, most of the infected are all people in costumes. All oh, that and like child I remember watching that. Well. Oh my god, the child. Oh yeah, <laughs> but it's 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 the fact that they managed to get like enough actors in place in makeup to do that kind of rushing yeah. over the edge thing, and like it's mm-hmm. oh it's mm-hmm. like f- when it does do the horror stuff. It does it so well. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I Just what Candy mentioned then, I kind of love modern day film and TV now is not shying away from showing children zombies and creatures. Like, yeah, it's it, a, it's it, would, it would happen. Yeah, it shows it what actually would happen. And like, I appreciate that. 
like not I don't need to be dumbed down and oh no there's no children here for some reason mm. so yeah great show uh, Cat Whip season 2 let's say on about that um, don't don't mention it <laughs> <laughs> so oh it's gone woke game. they're going to say it's gone woke this season too. they already it's gone said woke. it went woke with episode 3 <laughs> oh my god it's going to get worse if it follows the story yeah. of uh, Last of Us Part 2 can we get, woke can, can, can we get Rhea Ripley in as, uh, as um, Abby Abby yeah She's got the muscles for it. Uh, right. I think Biggie's number one might be my number one. I think it, I is it Dad's for Army? <laughs> Spider-Man. Yes. Across the multiverse. Spider-Verse. Oh. Uh, sorry, yeah, yeah, Spider-Verse. So, yeah, it's my number one as well. Everyone in this film, everyone in this film just deserves, in my opinion, multiple plaudits for what they achieved with this. The Give a light on spoilers because I haven't watched this one yet. I also no, no, haven't no, seen none, it. So- none in here at all. The performances are just top notch. The writing managed to what I thought topped the previous film. Um, I was really excited, but for the trepidation about the sequel, uh, whether they could sort of deliver the same sort of quality of the first. And I think they've gone and raised the bar once again. The animation throughout is just incredible, and you need to just rewatch it. I've seen it three times already, um, just to truly appreciate what they did. It's just stunning. Absolutely stunning. And I'm really, really angry that I have to wait for the third part <laughs> because it quite possibly will be the one of the best film trilogies that we've ever had, and it's animated. I just think no matter what Stu says about Studio Ghibli, because I agree, their animation is just up there. But I think what they've achieved with this is just something else. And there's going to be people that try to copy it. I started watching... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the other day with Faith and um, had to stop that halfway through just because of time constraints but I could see what they were trying to achieve there and it's really good but yeah the, the animators in this it's just for a film an animated movie to top my list is how good this is just incredible I agree I think it's a absolutely outstanding achievement and you if you've watched that first one and think this is doing things I've never seen before which it was it yeah. just tops it, and it just throws in all these different s- styles and um, all these other Spider Men in there, Spider Women. Like it's just some of them are outstanding, yeah. and some of them are just literally background blinking. You'll miss it, but yeah. when he gets to the Spider Verse thing, it, it's just so good, and the music, the score in this film um, is absolutely incredible. I think it's Daniel Pemberton. Uh, just having a quick look and I can't find it. Yes, it is Daniel Pemberton. Um, there is a couple of tracks on this, which is uh, the Cross the Spider-Verse, which is plays right at the end as the kind of film's ending and going into the credits. And the way for York train chase, just incredible. And when you've seen the film and then listen to that track back, you can just see the film in your mind playing as that track plays mm. and it just gets oh, you a good emotionally that, yeah. into that moment again um miles is morales still, is just is so it, good in this as well is it still a very hip-hop influenced soundtrack like yes. the orchestral score with like hip-hop beats to it yeah, I, yeah. I, I oh yeah i really like that about the first that, yeah. yeah it still it still leans into all of that but obviously just like the kind of score in the background of it all is is amazing and yeah it's don't know what else to say really other than that it's an incredible Spider-Man. achievement the, in animation the, and it's clearly going to win the oscar can't see anything 
tick yeah. this. If it were up to me, and the character arcs be, as well, yeah, it should be in normal in the, film, in a normal film, not just animated film. Yeah, I, I can't yeah, wait to agree. watch it. I mean, the character arcs in there as well. Just they, they all get their moments. It's brilliantly done. No one really feels left out. And obviously, you got the the final part to come out as well. I mean, I was in the cinema and someone shouted out when it came up to be concluded. They just went, <laughs> "What?" Because <laughs> I, I didn't realise it was uh, going to so be a third part. I had no it idea. Was meant genuinely, to be, it was originally called Across the Spider Verse Part One, and they took out the Part One. Um, and that's why I knew because I was watching it, thinking this film's been going on two hours, nearly two and a half hours yeah. now. You can tell it's wrapping. I could tell it was wrapping up, and I was like, and I know it's going to be to be concluded. So I was kind of fine with it because I already knew that. Um. Yeah, as Biggie says, the character arcs in this are amazing for especially for Gwen and Miles. There is some yeah. really great down moment, like downtime moments with Miles and his parents. Like, it, like oh, and the villain really as well. Spot is just incredible. So so <laughs> the, good, so good. The, I'm not going to tell you what it is, but the uh, origin of the villain is <laughs> just amazing. It's it's yeah. just that they've gone. I cannot believe that like, the writers of this uh, have just gone, you know that bit? Yeah, we could make a villain out of that. Mm-hmm. And they've done it. And yeah, because it, cre- he's not great in the comic at all. And, it's, and, it, and they've created <laughs> like, this whole potentially multiverse breaking villain out of it from this one innocuous moment in the previous film. Yeah, I am. Um, oh. Obviously, I, I haven't seen it, but one thing that I really enjoyed seeing around the time that it came out um, and Candy will have probably seen this as well, was the amount of artists on Instagram who were inspired by yeah. the work. Um, like so many people like doing really wonderful fan art of the characters in the situation, but also taking like the inspiration from like those grand shots. Like um, it was the same when Spider-Verse came out. Um, the first film rather. Um, there were so many people who did that shot of Miles doing the leap of faith where it like zooms right out and you see the city and the it's city's like he's upside down. Up. Yeah. It, compared to him. Yeah. 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 And there were so many things like that were taken like iconic shots from this film or um is it Miguel who was like the the leader of the the multiverse yeah. spider Spider Man? Yeah, yeah. So much thirsty fan mm. art of him. Um <laughs> but it's like I I, I did a as part of my drawing chances, yeah, I, I did a Spider Gwen image uh, uh, drawing to try and play in that style, that kind of weird, slightly three D style that they have for it, and like I, I adore the art style of those films. Like it's, it's, it's something that I've enjoyed seeing bleeding into other things. Like, um, so I haven't seen TNM uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but I've seen Nimona. Sure. I've seen Nimona, which takes a lot from what the original Spider Verse film did. Um, and There's a few like, films that have done that, like Mitchells versus Machines, the Teenage Mutant yeah. Ninja Turtles. They're all taking this like kind of three three mi- D but drawn, but mixture, kind of yeah, mixture yeah. of different animations and pulling them together. Which I, I appreciate because it looks really great. Yeah, I'm really enjoying seeing this like Renaissance, be, because you, you get like the Pixar look, which is becoming cartoony features, but with like realistic skin, which is actually starting to weird me out at this point. Um, whereas I'm liking these ultra stylized, like yes, they're 3D animated, but it looks like someone's actually yeah, drawn them by so hand. Pretty. I'm really enjoying this. Uh, art I can't imagine the work that went into this film. I really can't. Which is why when they said the next one will be out in April 2024, I was like, will it fuck? <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely not now that they've been on yeah. strike for like a hundred days. Great, that's awesome. It. Actually, I've just changed my number one. It's the boy and the heron. It's not even out yet. 
<laughs> can't do that can't do that no. you see, you've, you've seen the TikToks about Robert Pattinson doing the voice of the heron I've seen everyone say how amazing it is and how it's one of excellent Zaki's best films so. we'll get to that when you watch it don't worry no it won't because I won't be here <laughs> it's Christmas break <laughs> come back with it come back with it but yes uh, thank you very much Stig for leading the parade on that one and thanks for everyone putting all the effort in and watching things this year and I believe most everything was from this year on this one so yes. congratulations Biggie thank good you job. good job good job do we have any feedback we do we have a few bits so uh, Todd Story has said uh, Puss in Boots The Last Wish and Super Mario Brothers Movie I was actually going to, we were talking about the animation about Spider-Verse, I was actually going to mention Puss in Boots, because the animation in that is incredible. There's the same kind of thing, really. fucking at least that. I've never even heard of it. There's the same sort of thing, like really stylized (laughs) 3D D um, animation, but with like a painterly style. It's great. Considering that came from like the Shrek-verse. Oh, it's from Shrek? The actual like animation, it's just a massive step up from... Last, I've only seen the first Shrek. The last like, like it, like all of that. So it's yeah, I agree. It's a, it was a I was su- surprised at how good that film was, and actually its um, themes as well of kind of like pending death and yeah, being and a cat. anxiety and stuff. Yeah, and uh, he goes on to say for TV it was Silo, Slow Horses, which is great. You should watch that. Uh, Skinwalker Ranch, and something called Curses. Have we never seen oh. Curses? I've heard quite a bit about curses. I've heard some good things. <clears throat> I don't know, but they'll go um, on the list. I mean, yeah, Silo's great. Slow Horses, I haven't talked about since the, I watched the first episode. Is that the Gary it's, Oldman one? That's the Gary Oldman one. Very good. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah I've heard. I've heard. It, it, it's, it's a good thriller, but it's also kind of a send-up of thrillers. It's a Cockney one, isn't it? They're all Cockneys. They're all Cockneys, but they're all like MI5 failures. <laughs> and Gary Oldman plays a bastard. Oh, he's horrible in it. So good. He's always been But he's not he's not a baddie, he's a goodie, but he's just a bastard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, Lee Davies has said, yet again I'm writing in to say that I haven't done the thing and that I haven't seen Killers of the Flower Moon. I'm sure this is going to be the best film. So I'll just say Oppenheimer for a top film, and TV wise it has to be succession. Good luck. Right. Yeah, not arguing with any of those. Uh Planty has sent a lot in. Uh, he says, hello, lovelies. Hey, you've all got opinions this week, and haven't you? And mostly you're right. So that's nice. <laughs> yeah. This year I've missed all the big stuff at the cinema because my view only puts on one subtitle show in a week, which is pretty shit and means I only saw Indiana Jones and sucks. Guardians of the Galaxy this year, and both were just all right. Guardians 3 that was great. fucking sucks. I like Guardians 3 as well. Yeah. I think that it's, sucks um, that they only do one subtitle film. Yeah, I think... Uh, what the fuck's that about? Yeah, Planty's partner has hearing issues, I think. So they have to see I know, but it sucks still, doesn't it? It does, it does. Yeah. So I've been limited yeah. to stuff I can get on physical media, the streaming services, and the high seas. There's a lot of stuff from this year that I didn't hate. Uh, Bank of Dave on Netflix made me cry during the recording of my own podcast, which was pretty fucking cringe. <laughs> wow. I mean, Bank, Bank of Dave's a good one. It's, it's a, a working class against the corporations kind of thing. Oh, sign me up, brother. It, 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 I think <laughs> it's it, it, based on a true story about a bloke that basically sets up his own bank down south somewhere. That's right, yeah. And, um, sign me up. Takes sign on the me banks. up. Uh, Super Mario Bros. was pretty important to me because we've waited 30 fucking years for a good Mario film. Now, if you believe the, the internet, only one Planty, Mario, apparently Mario the film. first Mario film was better. No. 
<laughs> it's not. I swear, it's not. when those pieces came out and that film going retrospective piece, it wasn't that bad actually. It was fucking atrocious. It <laughs> it's not a good film. You, you have to remember Mario film, that film awful. was scripted and and um, screen written as not a Mario film. It was just attached at the last yeah, moment. Yeah, and bullshit. It's not a Mario film. There's only one good Mario film. Pretty sure Dennis Hopper hey, only did it for the cocaine. <laughs> He got paid in cocaine. Grams and grams of the shit. <laughs> I guess you could also use the above criteria for the phenomenal TMNT Mutant Mayhem, which is... Uh, the, the only tur- good t- Turtles film. Which is the Turtles film the 11-year-old the and me, right. don't make it weird, it's was desperate not. for. It is. It's the, so good. The first one hasn't aged well, but it was kind of good for what it was. Jim Henson's best work. <laughs> TV right. this year has been Pants. Other than the last 10 minutes of the final episode of Succession, which has lived rent-free in my head since I watched it. I mean, remember, he is the oldest boy. (laughs) So I'm going to give you my pick of the BBC Christmas schedule from 1993. (laughs) Oh, wow. It's gone full biggie. He has. 20th of December, Telly Addict's Christmas Special. 2.4 Children Christmas Special. Never trusted a badger since, he says. 21st of December, Defenders of the Earth, re- repeat. And Defenders Children's Hospital. Do you fucking remember Children's Hospital? Jesus Christ, what a depressing show. 22nd yeah. of December, Waiting for God special and Carry On Nurse. Part of the, Ooh. these films are dead cheap, so we'll put loads on this season. December 23rd, Top of it. the Pops with added Jimmy Savile groupery. <laughs> oh, God. What is this? <laughs> what is this? And Empire of the Sun. <laughs> Empire of the Sun, wow. Christmas Eve, Bruce's Christmas Generation game. Nice to see you again <laughs> nice this to year. See you, to see you nice. There you go. That's and, right. s- and some singing from a big church. Christmas what? Day, Chitty Chitty <laughs> Bang Bang for six hours straight. The Queen's anus horrible as speech. Sorry, meant anus. <laughs> it was a horrible anus. <laughs> yeah. Only Fools and Horses Christmas special and your dad falling over pissed. <laughs> Oh, oh, my dad does not. My dad not being there in the first. Place. <laughs> oh, now look what you've done, Planet. Eh? So Go yeah, back. that was ni- that was 1993's Christmas season on the BBC. Uh, Amazing. <laughs> moving. Oh, it's giving you the nostalgia there, Biggie. In it. Are we? Hang on. It's actually we won the season in 93. We will have been. I got a skeleton. Empire uh, of the no, Sun. No, 95. Bale film. 95. Isn't it? It's a Christian Bale. But film, I was in full employment at 93. Full employment. Mate, I was a child, a baby mm. in 1993. I, I was seven. A little boy. I was a little boy running around going, yay! I got my Mega Drive in 1993 football. for Christmas. I got a Skelex trick. Oh, oh maybe it was a Mega Drive that year. No, I think it was a Mega Drive the year before. I got a bag of sticks and an acorn. <laughs> you don't know your fucking barn, you lot. That's what you're getting this year. Womp um, Good. Xenos uh, is dead. I watched two films this year, which is technically an infinite percentage increase over last year. They were both excellent, though, and it's legitimately difficult to decide whether I'd push forward Barbie or Puss in Boots The Last Wish. However, I think that most people have seen Barbie, so go watch Puss in Boots The Last Wish. Seriously, go and watch it. I know it's a Puss in Boots film, but trust me, it's worth it. It's great. Do I have to have seen all the Shrek films? Nah, you don't even have to have seen the first Puss in Boots film. I didn't know there was a first Puss in Boots film. Oh, it was shite. It was really bad. <laughs> which is why people 
Which is why people thought, how the fuck did this come out? Like, after that first one, but no. Was it like 15 years later as well or something Mm. like that? It was like a ridiculous amount of time later. I didn't know there was a Shrek multiverse. The first film was shite, so I never went to see any others. I mean, there's, what, five Shrek films? No, four. What? Four four, four Shrek films, then now two Puss in Boots films. Yeah. I think they're supposed to be making another Shrek film at some point. Based on the end of this, yeah. My only, only, like... (laughs) My only relationship with Shrek is in bad memes. When he's just dancing. <laughs> or something like that. I don't really like Shrek. I mean, I mean, Shrek is the reason why if someone ends a word, ends a sentence with the word some, I immediately start thinking of Smash Mouth. <laughs> Smash Mouth. Oh, song. Oh, that <laughs> fucking terrible you get song. Some. Body. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, right. <laughs> moving on from that, because I'm totally not putting that at the end of the Patreon section. Angry Kurt says, uh, I haven't seen much TV this year. I've seen plenty of documentaries. I enjoyed, like, Drive to Survive and Clarkson's Farm 2, which was great, but they won't appeal to everyone. I think Succession was the best thing I watched, but also a huge shout-out to Happy Valley, which was incredible. Biggie? Never, yes, mate. Never heard of that. Yes, 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 yes. It's on the normal uh, telly, telly that riddles. Somewhat. It's on normal telly. Don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> I want to preface my film choice by saying that I'm yet to see some of this year's, this year's bangers like Oppenheimer and Killers of the Flower Moon, but what I yes. have seen of the two, uh, what I have seen the two that stood out were Creed Two, Air, three. and Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning. That's three. It was Creed, yeah, Creed Two's no, older Creed than Creed that. Three. Creed Three, uh, but that's also three films. Kurt, get your numbers right. Uh, which I all, <laughs> which I gave four stars to all of them, and I find it hard to split them in terms of crowning a favorite. Air, Air, Creed Three, Air. <laughs> we did it for you. Did it for you there, mate. We found that. <laughs> was Mission Impossible good, Stig? Yeah, very good. Oh, yeah, it's all right. Dim, 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 dim. I still haven't seen any of them either. We'll have the first one. Oh, that's a podcast. No. <laughs> yeah. Fun fact. Fun fact that 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 rhythm that dun 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 yeah. is uh, M I in Morse code. Oh. Fun fact: the more you know. Yeah. Uh, I only found that out today. Uh, I also want to shout out Gran Turismo, which I know you will all scoff at, but I genuinely enjoyed it. <laughs> Candy loved it. Hang on, hang on. I genuinely enjoyed it and preferred it to the Mario film as far as video game based oh, movies go. Candy uh, called it ex- aggressively doing? average. It was aggressively average. <laughs> In fact, it's probably my favourite video game film. Oh, it's so hard in the what? middle. <laughs> My God! I knew that would. You need to them. watch Uve Bowl's House of the Dead. That'll change your mind. That'll be your favourite. Oh yeah, that yeah, that'll shift the Overton window. Uh, watch the 1994 <laughs> manga classic Street Fighter Two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then also go back and watch the 1991 Super Mario Brothers the movie and appreciate what you have this year. <laughs> also, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even joking. That manga's fucking mint. Also, Kurt said that, that I hadn't good. mentioned that it was um, based on a true. Story. I think I did. You did mention yeah, that. Yeah, I you think did I did. That, yeah. yeah, he knows that because he, yeah. he informed us that it was when we were ripping on it once. He went, actually, it's a true story. We were like, this wouldn't happen. And then he put in the Discord, <laughs> actually, it's a true story. I was like, okay, I'll just back in my box. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's, the, that's the feedback for this week. Cool, cool, cool. As usual, all our extracurricular activities are in the show notes and at Modern Escapism. .co.uk. Patrons, you will have had Kenny Potter, would they, Stig? Yes, they would have. He's given me a thumbs up on an audible medium. Thank you, mate. (laughs) (laughs) 
also, patrons, look out for this month's. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what it is just yet, but you could. Have they seen the vote yet? Have they seen it? Will they know by now? I don't understand. It's already time. voted for. It's already doing it. I mean, the vote was literally for one thing because we're doing it. We're doing the nativity. We're doing a play. So if you're not a patron, now is probably the time to become one because you get to be in our play. We have a very special celebrity guest on this episode. I'm not going to tell you who, but it's very, very special and a celebrity guest. It was difficult to book. Like when you... <laughs> really difficult to book. I mean, Darren Day's not cheap. Oh, shit. It is pantomime season, after all. It is pantomime season. Oh, no, it is. That's basically. Oh, yes, it is. That's basically what we're doing. We're going to do. We've done this before on a, on an episode that disappeared. We had to we had to we had to cow gun for for legal reasons, out of court settlements. <laughs> but we are going back to our thespian style, uh, an episode where we're just literally going to do a play because we just like to do it. It's fun and chaotic. And if you're not a patron, now's the time to do it. For our Christmas, it'd be a treat. But more importantly than that, the next time... It's not next episode, is it? But it's very soon. It's the next episode. Is it? Oh, shit. Saturday. next time you see us, we'll be live. Uh, It's the Christmas office party. Is it the fourth one, third one? uh, Third live. Third one. Fourth. No, third live, fourth one and two as well. Can you believe we've made it this far? Hey, this is episode 165, mate. Oh. Jeez, Louise, Sa- Pepper Saturday, 16th of December, 8pm, twitch.tv slash modernscapism. square. Get in there. Candy's going to be hammered. Oodles is yeah. probably going to be hammered as well. I think he's getting the beers out for this one. I have, I have, I have, a, I've, I've already bought them. I have a small request from you, Candy. Oh? Can you can Candyland be a Christmas-themed? Can you, can you think up some... Absolute batshit Christmas themed Candyland. Already land. thought of a Candyland yes. for it, and yes, confirmed it is Christmas themed. <laughs> Again, if you've never joined us on our Christmas extravaganza, it's alive. It's on twitch.tv forward slash modern escapism. Um, we interact with the chat. We've got presents. I've, I've received like th- one, two, four packages for my Secret Santa this, this year, Ooh. but from different handwritings. So I don't think some of them are Secret Santa, <laughs> but I just don't open them. <laughs> So, one might be a bill. Might just be a bill from like fucking a bill in disguise. or something. <laughs> a bill addressed oodles or dim. <laughs> yeah, it might be a subpoena. <laughs> I'm just not having it. I'm not having it. But yeah, it's gonna be. It's just always fun, and I'm drinking. I'm cracking the drink out. I think I've deserved it this year. You do. You um, deserve a good drink. You do. Yeah, I'm gonna be plastered on after two drinks. <laughs> gonna be fucked. But it's just going to be brilliant. We interact with the chat. It's it's a real party. Bring your own beer. Bring your own snacks. But we usually dress up. We've all got Christmas jumpers on, Christmas themes. It's just it's just going to be incredible. Please, please. It's our biggest event of the year. We just want to see some numbers. We like to see those high numbers on those on the live one. But again, if you can't make it, don't worry because we'll put it all up on YouTube for you in all Yay. its chaotic glory. We're just so giving, and this is the season to give. But yeah, also, can you get pissed would... and, and buy you a sub? Probably. I started drinking out. already, so get ready. She might get. It's not true. I've got no money this year. Sorry, guys. Yeah, that true. didn't stop you last year. You said the same thing. Did it not? No wonder I'm broke. Yeah. You gave me a sub- <laughs> subscription, a, 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 whatever it is, subscription to my own oh, channel. Did you enjoy it? <laughs> no, I've never watched it. Shite Twitch. Only, only when we're not on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, but yeah, please join How's us. Biggie dies it's usually in? the end of. Yeah, Biggie dies starting again January the second, coming in your eyes and ears and mouth and nose. <laughs> Move it along, Oodles. You're, you're struggling to end the podcast. That here. kind of stream. Because I've been on so much Luxaid. Luxaid. Sponsored by Luxaid. But yes, it's usually the end of the show. But before that, I'm so sorry, everybody. It's a trip down Candyland. And now, what's up in Candyland? Well, speaking of Christmas themed, actually, don't worry, it's quick. It's just an observation, just a little fleeting thought I had today. If so, you know, we oh, have no. that tradition of leaving like a mince pie and a sherry or like a cookie or something out for Santa or an elf or an elf, whatever he prefers uh, by the fireplace. If we all let like if we all left a quid out, or maybe let's call it just give what you can. So, quid, five quid, ten quid. There's 2.2 billion households, according to Google in the world if we all put like a quid or a fiver or a tenner in we'd all get better presents like he's doing it out the goodness of his own heart at the moment if we put some money in some serious money like obviously like he'd take 25 but no probably 40 percent away because he'd have to be that registered tax, in yeah. tax that would um we'd probably get better presents are you are you, are you talking about bribing santa claus well the thing is here's the Saint other here's Nicholas. the other thing right I, i'm not saying bribing... there might be a catch in all this well, we want to keep him on the good side because he also has the power to come in and rub all our houses. Like, we're inviting him down that chimney. We're asking him in. I don't have a chimney. A radiator. You're... you're... <laughs> is that... Is that... <laughs> Why does he come through the radiator? <laughs> got steam. Yeah. steam from the radiator. I thought he's a man of, ex- of, of extreme stature. He, he operates. That's, that's what or, that you know, whistling like... sound is on Christmas Eve. All that, all that spinny... <laughs> Spinny thing in valve. your kitchen window that goes. I like. I like how Candy thinks I turn my radiators on. <laughs> I didn't say they had to They've be on. Never been on, have they? No, I didn't know they worked. <laughs> yeah, well, he comes, in, comes in through your my, ventilation my boiler. or through your floorboards. In my case, because rats come in through my floorboards, so I think Santa. Could. I remember once one of my. Sorry, go back to that, Candy. Saying, rats come through your floorboards. Yeah, you can hear them underneath my house. It's horrible. I thought you live in a flat. I do on the bottom floor. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I remember. I remember a relative once telling me he had a magic key to get into anyone's house. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> the um, the work official. Response. That's the workaround when they don't have, when they don't have a chimney, yeah, or when you live in a tower a block. Yeah. But anyway, the point being, magic key. <laughs> or, he hasn't got a fob to get in though, has it? Magic key or key fob, or whether he comes through the radiator, or whether he comes through that spinny window in the kitchen that people have got that I don't understand what it's for. He could rub what, our in house. the seventies. They've got it. I've got one. <laughs> You've got a spinny yeah, window Yeah, you know, fan. it's about like the size of a sort From the 70s? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's for the chip pan. When you've got, got the chip got pan single, on. Have you got single glazing in your kitchen? Of course she I've has. I've got single glazing. I have a living, listed building. I have single everything. Fucking <laughs> hell. <laughs> you think Candy she's like... a chip pan fan. Leaves because this, this thing she's got with Santa, she just leaves like a trail of... Rose like petals. Condoms. Yeah, mince pies leading to condoms. the bedroom. <laughs> Santa walks in. Piece of candy. Ooh, sees, piece of candy. Sees, yeah. sees the game. Yeah. Sees the game of bed. Sees the game of bed and just turns around. <laughs> no, I'll put it on red and green for him. That's his faves. A couple, <laughs> couple of bottles of coke around. He'd be loving it. I, w- I, w- I wouldn't leave him shit. He's not coming to my house because I'm not having him getting all the fucking glory. My kid's thinking he's bought him stuff when it's my hard-earned graft. 
that's paid for them presents. Well, that's because, Fuck well, yeah. maybe so it's you if Santa was in your heart. He never came last year. Santa gets, like, a few presents and the rest come from us. So I would do it. Oh, yeah, that's same. a bit smarter. The cheap ones. Mm. Santa doesn't like you that much, kids. Yeah. Gives you the shit colouring. Oh, yeah. Like, Daddy got you the, the plates. I've, I, uh, I bought you those pikes. I bought you those tablets. <laughs> yeah, like, I bought it. you I the bought pikes. You. <laughs> Santa gave you, like, the LOL doll. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many ring cameras have caught Santa going, creeping yeah. along. It's too fast for him, mate. Get up onto too the top of the house. Man moves at light speed. <laughs> no, it'd just be a quick blizzard yeah. that went past. You've you not seen Arthur Christmas. You've seen the fucking behind the scenes of it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've seen Technological it. Technological marvel, uh, actually. Yeah. I prefer the 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 um, the, the, the middle aged uh, middle ages um, like Germanic version with Krampus. Krampus. I prefer Krampus. Yeah. Well, the one that eats naughty children. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you if you are naughty, you su- you are naughty, you're dead. If you're not naughty, you survive. That's your treat. Metal. <laughs> Metal. You live to fight another year. Do you know, I was just thinking how weird it is that we have these films about Santa. And you watch them with yeah. your kids, and then they never question it. They never watch those and go, "He's going really slow from house to house." Like, yeah. is that what it's Daddy, like in real why life? Is, why is Santa Claus Tim Allen? Yeah, like, Sir <laughs> so Richard Attenborough. I seen him on Jurassic Park. Why is it the it's the spirit of Christmas. Anyway, that's the end of the show. Cool, <laughs> excellent. Thank you for listening. Patrons, we'll see you in the green room in a second. Actually, so. one quick thing. Do no, here we go. no, don't leave every week. This don't leave Santa because oh, it just came to me. Don't leave Santa a quid. Spend it on us. One pound a month. <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> Worth hey. interrupting. We always are be closing. We'll be your Christmas daddies. Always be closing. Oh yeah. ABC. Always oh, be closing. Oh, baby. Oh. Bye. 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 Bye.